Um, we got a lot of great topics. I'm looking forward to this discussion. So we're gonna hop right into it. Y'all ready? Yeah. Right. Hit that like button. Also, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Our first topic, we're gonna talk about narcissists. That's that favorite word. I know you guys love it. Uh, somebody else had a different perspective on it. I want to get you guys' thoughts. I know we got some new faces on here. I am curious. Swinny, you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> what y'all? I hurt your feelings. Long night, man. Oh. Yeah, his wife just did something. If y'all ever want to know what that hand on the cheek look like, yeah, his wife just did something. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Long night. Long night, man. Still recovering. Yeah. Oh, Swinny went that long. Come on now. <laughs> I was I was up at uh what time was that seven? Yeah, me too. Yeah, six, seven, yeah. I've been working all day, so man. You'd be all right, man. And you're young too, man. You shouldn't even be come on. I'm young and an old person body. Devar, we just was talking about this before he came on, right? Yeah, I'm saying, man, they playing. Get get to this physical fitness, man. Get it together. How old is Sweeney? How old are you? 33. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Sweeney young, man. You know, we, we was talking to 50 Cent a little, I mean, Mr. Viral a little earlier, and uh, he was trying to, uh, you know, put us in rare form, talking about the black community to get in shape, said we lazy, like the lazy mentality. So he was uh, motivating us before the show started. So shout out to Mr. Viral for that. Yeah, yeah. That being said, let's go ahead and get the show started again. We're talking about narcissists. Let me go ahead and pull that up. Here's the clip. Have you ever noticed there's a spike in women right now talking about, oh, I was dealing with a narcissist. That's the key word. Man, they love that word. But you know where that word came from. Uh, most narcissists is just dudes, bro, who couldn't get women before they had paper. Mm -hmm. Now they get paper and they don't have nothing else to offer, so they control the women with money. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I can't really depend, let you depend on my intellect. Mm -hmm. We can't have no real good conversation. I can't blow your back out, this and that. So a lot of them, bro, they in a position to where it's like, that's all they got. So they insecure, mm -hmm. and then they try to lock it down because they know a dude who come in and finesse them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a wrap. And so, you know, that, that that's how it is. And so they insecure where <laughs> what they'll do is they'll take the woman, promise it is, love bomber to death, so she's oh, thinking she's in a dream relationship, right? And then all of a sudden, Hey, she she done cut her friends off, done cut her family off. Then he done moved her out of her apartment and start taking care of her. Full control. Now she ain't got no friends, no family. Everybody thinks she done changed. And then boom, because he can't get no other women unless he leave with bread, unless he leave with paper. So now, first thing they do when he cut her off, he a narcissist trying to control me. But as long as he was spending that paper, uh -huh. you liked it. As long as he had, you not really a narcissist until you done cut the person off you. But it's just a way that you know those kind of controlling dudes though most of them just couldn't get women before they had bread uh, i want to start off by asking uh, some of the men on the panel have any woman ever came to you and said you have narcissistic behavior every single one every last one of them <laughs> usually during a breakup they say such things yeah okay I just wanted to, I didn't expect that many responses from you guys, but I guess it is common. But let's go ahead and talk about it, man. He described, um, I guess, a different way. I never looked at it, but what are you guys' thoughts about it? I'm going to go ahead and start with you, Mr. Virus. You can't with that mic. Uh, I mean, I would argue that women are actually the narcissistic ones. I don't think they really know the definition of the word. It's just like, all oh, the relationship didn't go how I wanted, so he's a narcissist. It's his fault. But if you look up the actual definition of the word, women actually fit the definition Mm. 10 times more than 100 times more than men do 
a need for attention and admiration. I mean, who needs that more than women? You just look down social media all day long. They fishing for attention and admiration, uh, often having trouble relationships. Who's having more trouble relationships than women these days? I mean, this is how the whole red pill even started because women can't keep a steady relationship with men and an entire a high entitled sense of self. You ask most women to rate themselves, they'll overrate themselves. You ask more guys to rate themselves, they'll underrate themselves. So we know who has the high sense of entitlement there and the lack of empathy for others. I mean, I think most men is more empathetic relationship wise than women because women will break your heart and won't give no fucks. What? My personal experience. If you deal with women, they'll just be like on to the next. I mean, after the relationship, they uh, look at old girl with um who's dude in the NBA. She's online talking about putting out his sex tapes, trying to get him traded from the team, trying to ruin his whole life basically over her emotions where he's just like kicking back and just like, you know, life goes on type shit. He's more empathetic to her personal life than her. She's trying to ruin this man's life. And I just seen that time and time again. I've dealt with that personally myself time and time again. Even if the relationship ends on bad terms, I'm just like, you know what? It's cool. You know, no hard feelings. But she going out her way to try to ruin your fucking life. Like no empathy at all. So I would argue women are the actual narcissists, not men, personally. Mr. Virus, like you had a lot of trauma there, brother. Nah, no trauma. I'm just, you know, it's just reality. I just analyze reality. Ain't no trauma. I'm good over here. Trust me. Okay. All right. If you ever need a therapist, let me know. I got to. Uh, hey, therapy is weights, man. Lift weights. Work out. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead, Lady Dad. What are your thoughts about it? You said therapy. You said just lift weights and work out. How why we can't fix the issue? How are you gonna well, fix the issues? Well, for men, we fix issues differently than women. I mean, sitting on a couch and talking to a stranger doesn't fix issues for men. We don't operate the same, our mentality isn't the same, we're not wired the same. We don't solve our problems that way. So, what is lifting weights gonna do? I mean, if you lift weights, you would know it builds character, it's a it's a stress reliever. I mean, just working out in general will help you build your mental capacity to a whole nother level as far as just the fitness side goes. And as far as men uh, dealing with certain problems, we're not talkers, we're, we're, we're action-based. So, excuse me, we have to do things to, to get over things. Like just going to talk to a therapist about my emotions does zero for me. But me going out and accomplishing goals and working in my purpose, that will boost me up to where I need to be. Because me just talking on the couch it's like, all right, cool. I talked about these problems. These problems are still here. See, women are emotion-based. So when you guys talk to therapists, it's like stroking your emotion. This this does damn near everything that you guys need. But for us, talking does nothing. So what happens when you have to communicate? When you have to go back to your relationship and communicate, then what happens? I mean, are you, are you a, have a conversation or you just go back once you get frustrated again, go back to go lift weights? Oh, no, 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 no. This, this depends on the problem. Now, I'm not saying as an adult, don't communicate, you should absolutely be able to communicate. But where where things go wrong is men and women communicate differently and people have a problem understanding how to communicate to the opposite sex, especially women. It's like, okay, I think this way and I feel like you should think this way. And if you're not communicating in a way that's, that's um, how can I put this? Effective. Uh, effective to my emotions like that, that that my emotions accept, I won't accept the communication. Oh, you don't know how to communicate because you ain't talking to the way my emotions likes it. Even though he can be communicating very effectively, straight to the point, women are more emotion-based and men is more logic-based. So when he's speaking with logic, your emotion is like, I don't want to hear that shit. 
talk to my feelings. So what you just described just now was one trait of a narcissist female. The last part, because it's kind of like women who just think of themselves only and it's not anything about the other party. And that's one thing, you know, that we as women need to change. I know a lot of us probably had that trait or still have it, but that's not how you conduct yourself in a relationship going into a marriage. That's how you end a relationship and the people that you are around and especially your man is not going to respect you. So as long as you know you have your feelings, I'm not saying you got to dismiss them, but you have to make sure that they make sense. It's not something that is just a strong emotion of just you being sad. You know, you got to be able to talk and ask or figure out how to make it better. Sometimes things are just misunderstood. Somebody did something don't mean it was intentional, but you think it's intentional because that person quote unquote did it. No, you have to have a conversation and ask, well, why did you do this? What was your thoughts? You know, and have, you know, have the person explain themselves. And then when you're listening, make sure you listen and to understand. A lot of us just be, we hearing it, but you ain't listening. You just hear somebody going like this, but you not hearing nothing that they're saying. So then of course your relationship gonna be, is gonna be messed up because you didn't hear the key words that the person is trying to tell you. So these type of traits are um, narcissist behavior. Um, I don't know why it's always about a man when I hear this term. Um, now, there are men that can act like that. I don't think it's a large percentage. I don't see too many men just like, oh, it's all about me, unless they just flashing their money all day. You know, there's people, there's men that are flashy. And I think some of those type of guys can be um, narcissists, depending on how they, how they flashing their money. But I think it is more of a female trait from what I can see. So I agree to Vira. All right. I'm going to go to Mr. Smooth. What are your thoughts about it, sir? Just so you know you're on mute. Unmute your mic. Yeah, I, f I feel like nearly all women behave like this, right? It's very difficult to have a logical conversation with the woman, period. Most times when you, when you have a gripe or there's some type of an issue, women are going to be emotional about it. And that's the way that they communicate emotionally. And they want us to be able to ride that wave with them, but we really can't. We can't ride an emotional roller coaster with you. We we want to talk it out. We want to solve the problems. But in most cases, women are very offended by everything that you say. So it's very difficult to come to a resolution when women are behaving in that manner. When you can't even talk to them and you say, hey, listen, this is what we're trying to do. No matter what you say, they take offense to it and they think that you're trying to come at them. And I'm like, OK, well. Like, are you listening to me? Are you even listening to what I'm trying to say? And they don't really care. And to me, that's a narcissistic trait right there, just by you not even being able to have any empathy for what the man is feeling or what the man is or the point he's trying to get across or anything. In many cases, women put their emotion before everything, and that's it. Okay. He was talking about a man. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. we say. believe that women are more narcissistic. Get up on y'all ass. I mean, that's what I'm saying. So, no man ever. Right. I mean, I know a lot of men have guy friends that act like this. Mm -hmm. okay, and so I, I think like, that a lot of I, I think it was, I'm not gonna bash but, women like that because it's a lot of women that are narcissists that I want to get into that with. But it's like I don't see a man taking accountability for the love bomb and then doing all those things because 
most guys that are narcissists, they're broke men. Like, those men that use their good looks to go sleep in a bed because they ain't got nowhere to fucking sleep. Or they need to go get that car because they don't have a car. So they want to love bomb this woman so he can ride around in her shit to go be with other women. Ow. How does that make him narcissistic, though? He using his looks. He's using things that he have to get what he wants. Everybody. That what, isn't that what all women, women do? No, but every human yeah, does. Yeah, we that. know that's women do that. We we <laughs> talk about women throughout think, this, this whole segment. We talk about women, but I want to hear about men. So you never been around a friend guy because you so perfect. So you never had a friend. Oh, who, who said that? Who said that? I mean, there's I'm definitely been there's def, there has definitely been some men that I know. Of course, of course, and they're losers, right? And I get that. Right. But still, as as a woman, for you to get with a guy like that that can't even really support you fully, then that's a problem in itself, yeah, right? And, th and those women are insecure. They don't. They really don't have this backbone. They don't know who they are, so they get with what they can. But it doesn't take away from what that man is doing because when he once he gets what he wants or when he gets to the point of okay, I got what I needed from her, let me go on to the next victim. Because narcissists need a supply. And Mommy. most of the time, just like women, they need that supply of men to give them money to do all those things to fulfill their needs. All right, most my, men, especially broke men, most broke men, they have a whole lot of supply of women that do for them. They don't have to. Do mommy, mommy three. All right, so I, I want to walk through this with you. Okay, so you said that a narcissist is a guy who's broke, but he tends to use his looks to get what he wants from women, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Stay right there. What percentage of women do you think use their looks to get resources out of me? Oh, Lord, here we go. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. It's like... It's, you I'm just, no, no, no. I'm just asking. I know. I know. I, I'm, I'm getting, it. I'm getting it with you. I, no, I'm not trying to go to women. I'm not trying to go to women. I swear, I'm not trying to go to women. I'm just yes, asking you the question. You just ask me what percentage of women. I know, but I'm just asking. I'm get, I got a no, point. No, let's stick to the man first. Ask I, me how, what percentage of men. I can't even give you that because they, they in the hiding. Most men don't want you to know they broke. They flawed So, so, all right. So, the reason why I asked that question is because we know, without a shadow of a doubt, that majority of women would tend to use their looks to get what they want out of yes, a man. I Hold mean, on, wait. Here, but here's the thing, though. These women are not narcissists for doing so. So, a man can't possibly be a narcissist for doing the very same thing. Wait. I think when okay, so narcissism <laughs> is more. We're talking about traits of everyone is talking about the traits of a man or a woman, but narcissism is something that really can only um, be diagnosed by a doctor, and it's it's a mental thing. And so when you think of narcissism, when they say lack of empathy in someone who is fully into themselves, that means I'm not trying to serve nobody. I'm not trying to give to nobody i'm not trying to consider your feelings i'm not trying to listen to anything you got to say it's all about me you need to pay attention to me and that's a sickness like you you can't even fathom to think about someone else's feelings and how they would feel when you're in a relationship with someone who cannot empathize with you and who cannot see certain things for what they are and certain Emotions. Everyone says that women are emotional. That's true. But when you're with someone, you're 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 becoming one with them. You're dwelling with them. 
And if you never can dwell with them, if you never can become one with them because they're so self-centered and they're only thinking about themselves, then that's when you're like, mm, that's a little narcissistic. That's a little like you need to come up out of that. And when they can't do it, that you have to say goodbye because you can't really be in relationship where there's a reciprocal amount of love, care and empathy for a person if someone doesn't even um, take their mind, thoughts, emotions and, and spiritual, you know, beliefs there. there it, you just can't be in a relationship. They, that person needs to be single. Yes, because, well, I'm just going to say just real quick on the women's side where a lot of uh, men marry these type of women, too, where these women take you away from your kids. They don't even want you to go on vacation with you and your kids. They, they'll talk bad about the baby mama like those women will destroy you. And you'll be like and most men because it seems like Mr. Viral, like it seems like. He don't know how to communicate with women in a way. <laughs> because so hard about, you know, a woman not saying what he feels that she needs to say. Like the communication was very was off. And it seems like where did I say that? It seems but I mean the reason why y'all can say we narcissists because because you say you, we break your heart and we do all that because it's the power y'all be so hooked on what a no, woman can do for you the looks y'all be so hooked off the looks y'all be so hooked off other stuff that y'all don't see the real woman like her i said that because of the actual definition of the word like if you look at the traits of a narcissist it fits more modern women than men this is what i'm saying People use words that they don't know the actual definition of. It's like a trending word. It's trendy for women to say men are narcissists. But you ask 100 women, give me the definition or give me five traits of a narcissist. They couldn't name five. It's just, oh, but you, I, I, you I, I, I best believe you women know that they are. Women know. I mean, I, I just, that's what I'm saying. Like, we know that. We established that. But nobody said anything about the actual video. Okay, this is what I will say. I will say in 2023... 99% of people in general have some some traits of being a narcissist. Mm -hmm. Just having listen, just having social media alone gives you traits of being a narcissist. What is social media? What is Instagram? You post on Instagram for attention and for likes. So you're fishing for attention. It, it gives you like a sort of self-importance feeling like, oh, I got a lot of likes. I'm getting a lot of attention on this video or this picture. That's a trait of a narcissist. Arrogant. A lot of guys, the more successful you get, you tend to get more arrogant. That's a trait of a narcissist. I mean, that's just humans in general. Arrogance is going to come with success. It's like it's like the yin and the yang. Like it just comes. I think together. people get away with saying trait, um, so you don't have to be diagnosed to say the trait. So I think trait is popular. So if you pick one thing out of the definition, and you're like, oh, he must be that because he has one characteristic of that, or he displays one trait. So that's what social media gets away with. But I don't think I think you get lost when you start to say men have it more than women or women have it more than men. It's like people have these traits and some people can actually be in a relationship with somebody that is one. Mm. Um, that's what you you know, what you sign up for. And you can handle that because some of these nurses are in relationships and have been for like in long term relationships. So I think hey. if you can handle that, if you can handle a person that's all into themselves and that's something you can rock with, then you can be in a relationship with narcissists. Yeah, have y'all ever seen two narcissists in a, in a relationship? 
Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Maybe. That don't last long. No. It don't, don't last, last long. long. Yeah. Kanye yeah. and Kim Kardashian, they were doomed to fail. They yeah. are both narcissists. Yeah. You need an empath for, to, example. to survive Good as example. a narcissist. Exactly. So a lot of people that are with women that are totally into themselves. Yeah. So we've been talking about, so let me, I pulled it from Google. All right. Narcissistic. Having an excessive or erotic interest in oneself and one's physical appearance. So I know Mr. Viral came up here and exploded and changed the whole narrative around, but I'm going to have to agree a little bit in modern times. That is what we're seeing from women more than men. Now, I don't think narcissism is really about some of the stuff we've been talking about, right? Because I don't really think narcissism is a bad thing. And I think we've made it out like everything else to necessarily to be a bad thing, right? But the thinnest line I've ever seen that exists between two things is the line between fear and respect. And the second thinnest line I've ever seen is the line between narcissism and self-awareness. Like most rich people are narcissists and that's how they got there. Right. So I don't necessarily look at it like it's a bad thing. And the one point that I wanted to make kind of on Mr. Viral's point is that women love narcissists. You could complain about them, but you actually love and obsess over these men more than any other any other group of men. Right. So for the fourth week in a row, I'm going to bring back this terrible thing we've been talking about. But that's the Superman and Clark Kent argument. Women love Superman. Superman loves himself. He wants to go save everybody and he feeds off that energy. And once you realize that this man is more in love with himself than he is you, you try to change him back into Clark Kent because that's the version of a man you can actually deal with. So I don't know. I just feel like on this particular narrative, narcissism isn't really a bad thing. And I do think it is in this day and age because of social media more attributed to the women's side. What do y'all think? Uh, what about Batman? <laughs> now, I could say in general, in general, it's not that bad. But when it comes to a relationship, right, when you're saying, OK, now when you are obsessed with caring for yourself in a relationship, that's when it could be problematic, because at some point you're going to have to provide. You're going to have to give to the other. You're going to have to respect what your partner's talking about and understand them. And if you are a narcissist in a relationship, it could spell for something really bad just because you have to consider others on that aspect. So I wanted to jump in here. Um, I wish we would give the word narcissist back to the professionals because your average person can't tell the difference between a trauma response um, and a narcissistic trait. There are a lot of people out there who are self-absorbed because of the way that they grew up and the traumas that they dealt with. There are people out there who refuse to be empathetic or don't have the capability to be empathetic because of childhood trauma or even adult trauma or complex trauma. I think the moment we stop trying to label people and start to seek understanding and in, in why this person is the way that they are and try to come together from that point of, is this something that I'm capable of dealing with, especially in romantic relationships and being honest about your capability in that sense of what you're able to take on. I think we can start to move forward, but Everybody naming each other as narcissists, I think, is 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 gotten so out of hand that narcissists are hiding among us and we can't even tell because we're calling everybody a narcissist. Like it's just become that wild in these streets. Hold on, Enos. Who's calling who a narcissist? I've rarely ever heard a man call a woman a narcissist. 
so I, I don't know that men are using the label, the but men are usually. Women are not <laughs> what are you talking so about, on this panel, the men have definitely been the first to say. I've never pointed in a woman's face and be like, you're a narcissist. Never in my life. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but I, if I've most never of the men that. on the panel this are saying <laughs> that women, m women, uh, have women exhibit narcissistic, narcissistic behavior in our opinion. But that's that's I do what agree. I'm saying. I do agree with Inaz is that it, the, the term has been diluted and overused and it does need to go back into the professionals. And I think in the context in which we're talking about, women use it against men when they realize what they don't feel fulfilled with whatever it is he's doing like literally if he's more absorbed with himself his purpose his money he didn't do something for her you're a narcissist you're a narcissist like they've overused and diluted that word for years so i think it's the reason why it seems like men are talking about the term is because women are talking about it so it's kind of like okay well i'm a narcissist what let's go look up the definition since men are more logical they're gonna be like well hey this is not me this is you ma'am you understand? So now it's kind of like it's being thrown back in the face. I don't think men were just like, yeah, you're a narcissist. They're not walking around. And I have never heard of that with this term until a couple of years ago. So meaning like it's being called to somebody in a relationship. I, it's, yeah. it's some new stuff is trending. So what did you um, think? Like, I think Mr. Mr. Viral to? alluded to it earlier that men and women communicate very differently. Right. So. I don't, I don't know why a man would, would point out that a woman is being a narcissist, but men will po point out when a woman is being self-absorbed or if she's not listening. Sometimes that response is not verbal. Sometimes it's just shutting down or disengaging, right? So it's not to say that the, the interaction of thought process isn't happening. It's the finger pointing that isn't necessarily happening. Okay. See, narcissist is like a collection of things. Saying someone is self-absorbed is one thing that the person could work on. When women are throwing this term at a man, it's kind of like, whoa, they're catching like 5,000 different traits. And they're like, wait, that's not, I don't do all of this. Maybe that one, you know? So it's kind of like, how is somebody going to change if this, this one term that covers everything is, is how are they going to change like that? You got to like pick one and work on it and, and, you know, continue to grow. Okay. Um, so I'm in agreement with a lot of y'all that this term is being overused, right? And I think, first of all, I agree with Anais that we need to hand this back to the professionals. Majority of people are not narcissists. In fact, it says here that having narcissistic tendencies like bragging or making yourself the center of attention are normal when they occur occasionally. So if you watch a football player that gets in front of in front of a camera and tells the world that he's the best player on the planet, yes, that's a narcissistic tendency, but they don't make him a narcissist. Which is, and then there's also the trip down fact that there are um, they have done studies that men are more there are more men that are narcissists than women, seven point seven percent versus four point eight percent. But we have to stop throwing that word narcissist around because majority of people are not narcissists. We just see something, we just see a tendency that we may see in them, and we're like, oh, well, you must be a narcissist because you, you exude this tendency. But it's actually maybe a normal tendency if you with if given context. So if they're not being receptive to what you're saying in that moment, there may be a reason for why they're not being receptive. That don't make them a narcissist, but a narcissist would would have that tendency. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, honestly, I just think it's more of an emotional response from women. 
I mean, I personally don't care when they say lower label me a narcissist. I, I just think it's just one of them things you just got to deal with. I think the difference between men and women is men understand the ways of women, like the negative and the positive, but we accept it fully. Like, all right, these are the negatives. We know that ain't going to change. It's been that way since the beginning of fucking human history. It is what it is. If you want to deal with women, this is what comes with it. Whereas women is like, damn, they don't want to accept nothing that, that they don't agree with. I think that's the main difference is the under the level of understanding of each other, even the level of understanding of like communication. Like mommy was saying, oh, you don't know how to communicate simply because I said, well, women communicate with emotions and men communicate with logic, which is a fact, which is why it's always a disconnect, because no matter what our emotions feel, we want to look for the facts. We want to look what with what makes sense, whether it make us feel good or not. If it makes sense, it just makes sense. Whereas women is it don't got to make sense. It just got to make me feel good. So, yeah, I just, feel, I just feel like more women are just naive because they know what they can use to get what they want from men. I just feel like it's just, you know, women be they be feeling like they need that fair exchange. They they become naive. They become something that they're that they're not. Just like how they say, like how the man said, oh, men love bomb. Women do the same thing. They also, get what they want. Also, if we're going to throw around the term narcissist, right, why is it that we only tend to hear somebody call someone a narcissist when they're when they when we're talking about a romantic relationship? So say, for instance, Mommy 3 and Smooth are dating, right? They have a blowout. They have a breakup, right? Mommy 3 are called Smooth a narcissist. But I'm friends with but I'm friends with Smooth. Trigger Mike is his cousin. JR is his brother. And none of us would call him a narcissist. Because he's not narcissistic. I would think that narcissists tend to be narcissistic to everyone, All not just someone of the opposite sex. And that's and that's the whole thing. You only you that's always get the testimony like, from the from the person in the relationship. Right. I was like, and that's it. Like, that's why I was asking the men. I was like, so y'all never been around a guy that y'all was like, man, this dude shysty. Like I think men will see it, yeah, but they, they're not going to call women. it out. They're not going to tell. I don't it think that would be a narcissist. You know what? Though. You know, I know what? I mean, narcissist though. Well, that makes you shy. <laughs> doesn't make you a narcissist. <laughs> no, I don't think another man's going to go to another man and say, "You always got to be right. You are too self-absorbed." Yeah, I was going to say. Well, you know, us women, we do communicate different with our friends because sometimes, like, we have some friends that. Man, like she'll go get her. We were like, look, you don't need to be out here like this. Like, but I feel like women do tend to, well, good friendships tend to tell we tell each other about ourselves more than y'all would tell each other about y'all selves. Uh-uh. That's wrong. That is absolutely that's cap. There's no way. Men hold each other accountable. Mommy three on a daily. We would sit here and roast each other for hours about everything we're doing wrong. Mommy three, go ahead and put the number. Go ahead and put the number to your weed man in the back chat so I can smoke with you. (laughs) (laughs) Women lie to each other all the time. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, real tight. Hold on, real tight, y'all. Like I did try to call Nelson. He's a he's actually a counselor. He's a profession. Nelson, can you hear me? I'm trying to see if I can get him on through the Bluetooth. Oh, we getting real live diagnosis. Yeah. Dad knows me. It's I'm Mr. Viral. It ain't me. <laughs> and Nelson, you there? <laughs> Nelson, Nelson. Now nah, you know what? I take that back. Trey Smooth got on an ascot. He the narcissist on the panel. 
All right, give me Somebody give me one second. I'm gonna see if I can get them on. Y'all go ahead and keep talking. You, you really mean, think you really think triggered. that I said that too triggered oh, them I just, to ask them, you know. You really think so, though, that men do not call out like whether I, their I friend said, is I being I was trolling, baby. I was just trolling. Oh, okay, no, not you trolling. Okay. Okay. I was not trolling. Men okay. will talk yeah. about it like Smooth was saying that they would roast you would roast another man, a man would roast another man. I think if a man was self-absorbed, another I've seen men say He's a pretty nigga, <laughs> you know, like because he's so <laughs> absorbed, you know. So I don't think they'll call it narcissist. They'll they'll no, we call him an asshole. No, huh? hey, old boy's so, an asshole. Well, I think <laughs> also, I think, yeah, they'll joke I, about it. Well, I think don't get me wrong, and then we can ask uh, the the guy that's about to come on. I think one of the fallouts of being a narcissist is that you can't you can't actually keep friends, right? You're you exasperate people with yeah. your narcissism. So don't, don't nobody want to be around you. That's why I said it's usually the characteristics of these really rich, really famous, but really hard to be around people. You know, they exasperate you with their narcissism. You're like, yo, chill. You, you see what I'm saying? So I think, well, we can ask the professional. Oh. Hey, hey, Nelson, can you hear me? Yeah. Nelson? Oh, shit. What the hell? I just wanted to so Sweeney, I think you asked a really important question. Um, the reason it comes out of romantic relationships is that if we really look at narcissists um, in a more, I guess, uh, clinical way, they're actually really charming people. They're actually very charismatic people. Mm-hmm. That's how they suck people in to become their supply. Typically what happens is the person that they're in the romantic relationship with is the person who is um, the fall guy for the negative sides of the narcissist, right? Narcissists are typically, when, when clinicians are diagnosing them, asking really pointed questions at them to suss out the fact that they're a narcissist. Mm-hmm. They're not these people where they wear it on their foreheads and we can kind of see it out front. I don't think that most people are really that dumb to get tangled up with a narcissist knowing that they're a narcissist. They have qualities that people look for and they also do a really great job of masking it from people they don't want to share that with, which is why their their romantic partners tend to suffer so much abuse when it is like a clinically diagnosed narcissist, right? Because they have to let out their, their feelings, their frustrations, their um, shortcomings towards somebody without it um, kind of conveying over into their public life. Uh, and they pick the people that they do f- because they know that they can control those people and won't share that information publicly. And I agree with you. I, I, you I was just saying, yeah. I was, oh. that's the word you're looking for. I, I don't know why you sound. I was going to say, I agree with you, but I think that, but what I was asking is, don't you think, like, while you're, you're absolutely correct, it's going to, Obviously, he's going to be the person that's closest to him. But I believe, don't you think that that would happen no matter what relationship they start or whom they started with? So they it would they would do the same. The same traits would exist if they were encountering their mother or if they were encountering their father or a brother or a sister or a friend. I don't think no. they would just turn it off for just everybody else, but for the only their partner, they'd be a narcissist. So not necessarily, right? And that's that's kind of the the why it's we should keep it to the clinicians right Uh it's your average person can't really pick it out they can turn it off a lot of them can turn it off because they understand how to emulate empathy without actually feeling empathy they understand how to perform normal behavior 
right? So they that's what makes them so masterful is to them, it's second nature to be able to switch on and off their personalities. Well, let me ask you this. Do you Hold even on. feel like... Nelson again. Nelson, Nelson, yeah. Okay. yeah, I'm here. Okay, there we go. Oh, there we go. All right. Um, welcome to the show, Nelson. You mind giving everybody your credentials and then go ahead and speak on it? Uh, yeah, I'm a nationally certified counselor and a licensed professional counselor, and um, I specialize in personality disorders. Okay. All right. So go ahead. I'm part sorry. of yeah, no, no problem. Part of part of what y'all explain, like there's little bits of what you're saying that are that are right, and then there's other elements that are wrong. When you think about narcissists, it is widely overused. Um, and it is because people will hear about one trait or two traits and they will automatically assign it to somebody. So they'll see somebody that's arrogant and they apply the term narcissist to it. But with real narcissistic personality disorder, you're talking about a combination of five traits out of nine that a person shows a pattern of on a continuous basis. So it's impossible to have a conver have one conversation with somebody and determine that they are a narcissist. And this, and also we get it really confused to where there's different levels of narcissism. So there's the the overt, there's covert, there's malignant. So without diagnosing anybody, if you looked at um, somebody that's a bit more overt, you would look at like a Donald Trump. You can listen to the way that he talks, talking about how great he is and all the great things he's done it's the grandiosity it's, it's making having this sense of self-importance and this sense of uniqueness that nobody else has required uh they require excessive admiration they are interpersonally exploitive um and yes they do lack the empathy but it it looks it's very subtle in a lot of ways so you got your donald trumps that are very overt and then you have the which are to me, the more difficult ones to catch on to is the covert ones. That's more of like your LeBron James type people. So the type of people that will, on the outside, make it seem like they're this amazing, great person, this community-minded, doing all of these, does all these great things, is, is perfect in every way, doesn't have any flaws. But you look under the hood and everything that they say goes back to look at how great I am. Give me the praise requiring the admiration. So those types of people will, will, you know, claim that they're the greatest of all time. They will, they will pay people to, you know, praise their name. Like they'll, and, and in relationships, it, it tends to be really difficult because it wears people out inside relationships. So, they start off by love bombing people and making them feel like they are the, the best person on earth. And that's how they hook you. Somebody mentioned earlier about those types of people being like really charming. Um, that is, that is true, but it goes from that, that love bombing and that charming nature to persecution to where they are blaming you for something wrong that you probably didn't do anything wrong, but they have to make, they have to, put you down in order to make themselves feel better. So they'll go through this cycle of love bombing you and persecuting you. And you always end up being the one that's apologizing or giving in because they, there's a couple of tools that narcissists use, which is uh, manipulation and gaslighting. 
gaslighting is also way overused. But now, because they are gaslighting you, it causes you to question your own sense of sanity. And you see a lot of people in relationships like they'll say to us, like, I can't be crazy. Like, I'm not the crazy one. It's, it's because they've been manipulated so much to even the simple thing they are they find a way to twist it and make it seem like you're in the wrong it's those people that will they'll get your family members to turn against you they will they will uh argue with you and and like i I had a um i had a couple that came in and the um the husband was just was always arguing verbally abusive um sometimes physically but what would end up happening is on the outside, he looked like such a great person to everybody else around and to the person's family that he pushed her button so much till she snapped and finally fought back. And he calls her mother and says, hey, I don't know what's going on with so-and-so. I'm really worried about her. Can you please come and check on her? And so now she looks crazy in the eyes of her family and her friends because this guy's just trying to look out for you. He's just trying to do right by you and, and you're acting up. And so it, drive, it, it can literally just drive you crazy. So it's, it is something that really does need to be left to the professionals. And I know they do have statistics out there that about, um, about men being more um, narcissistic than women or having more of the traits consistently. But um, it's more than likely inaccurate because it's a very difficult thing to diagnose because nobody comes to counseling and says, hey, I think I'm a narcissist. They tend to bring their partner into counseling, telling the counselor to fix their partner because their partner is a problem. So you really, even trained professionals, they have to really be specialists in that area to really effectively diagnose. So that's just that's just kind of like the small summary of what narcissism is. All right. You hear that, lady? Of course. You hear that? All right. <laughs> we're gonna go to mommy three and then Trey Smooth. We're gonna transition to the Can next. I, is he still online? Yeah, he's still on. Can I ask him uh, a question? Do they do narcissists like do they record you a lot when you're you know heated or when they do something? Do they tend to record you a lot to make you look like the bad person? Well, I wouldn't say record, even though that's something that would happen, but they definitely use you acting out like they use that to their advantage in terms of making sure that they're painting a picture because somebody mentioned that narcissists have this, this unhealthy love of themselves is that's actually not the case. They have um, an unhealthy uh, fixation on their image. So Mm -hmm. they do things that make sure that their image is preserved. So yeah, it can, it can be recording an argument once you become the one that starts to go off and making sure that, you know, they didn't, you know, don't get themselves recording or anything like that. It's part of the manipulation. So yeah, that, that absolutely can yeah, happen. Thank, thank you. Because, um, I, um, I'm back in school and I'm actually doing a paper on that. It's so crazy because blue face, blue, blue face, whatever he does that to his baby mamas. He records them acting out at the heat and already caused the problem. And I was like, uh, I think that he has, you know, those traits, you know, he might not, I'm not going to say he he is a narcissist. I would leave that up to the professionals, but I feel like that is a trait yeah. that, that most people have that they do because women do it too. 
you do see it. Okay. You see a, a lot higher concentration of that with um, with celebrities, just because of the nature of being a celebrity. Like you kind of already have you have to have this unhealthy fixation on your image and this sense of self-importance to even really make it to that level or to even just thrive at that level. So you do see it a lot more in um, in celebrities. Okay, thank you. Oh, no All right. I was going to ask you, um, what percentage do you uh, feel that people that are narcissists actually recognize that they are? And what types of people are they most attracted to or would have the most success in a relationship with? Um, it, there's, it's a negligible percentage of people that self-diagnose themselves as narcissists because they, that's just not the view of themselves that they have. So that's, that's it got to be extremely rare. But the type of people that they do tend to go after are people with low self-esteem, people that have had a history of trauma, um, so you, everybody knows about the, the Derek Jackson situation and yeah. you see the type of woman that he initially got with. She was, she was overweight, she had pimples on her face. He, she, um, you know, she was really quiet, reserved. So that's per that's like the perfect hunting ground because what he do, the, what was the first thing he did? He went and love bombed her asked her if she's a model and, you know, started to charm his way into it because with. When you grab those people like that, they will do anything on the planet for you. So he did that to create the image of look at this good man. And it's, it was all for that, the whole branding to make sure that even the, the, you know, the less attractive women in the world, look, you can have a man like me and that you shouldn't settle for anything less. And then allow, allow them to make a lot of money. But yes, yeah, it's typically people with uh, low self-esteem tends to be people with um, a traumatic past. Thank you. All right. All right. We got to get final thoughts on this. Anybody else want to just say one quick thing before we move on? I'm only going once, twice. All right, Nelson, I appreciate you uh, coming in and uh, adding value to the conversation, yeah. sir. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, no problem. All right, y'all. Y'all good? Yes. <laughs> Trigger. Yo. <laughs> that man. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You had a question for me? I can't hear you. You can't hear me? Oh. Mommy, three, I heard you doing the paper on. Um, I can hear him. She <laughs> Oh, I was doing it on, I was doing it on like my family because my baby dad, he was oh, in the Lord. military oh. and he was a crazy, so I'm doing a, I'm just doing a paper on like my life. It's just a, a term paper that we got to do. And I just chose my past. Your, your baby daddy be recording you when he make you go off. Look, yeah. at, look at mommy three acting the damn fool out here. That sounded personal. That sounded a little too personal. Yeah, yeah, because I had to ask because I want because I want to make sure I put some facts in that paper. Like this I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. I put it in the chat like Nelson says. People always try to self-diagnose people with NPC. Mommy three love. So uh, this guy. Send him to the VA. 
And they said, oh, Lord, we so tired of seeing this boy come to this VA because this motherfucker crazy. <laughs> oh, Lord, how did I know? I just, yeah, I just I knew. knew. Lord, I knew geez. it wasn't about. I knew it wasn't about Blueface. I yeah, knew it. I knew blood. it wasn't about Blueface. <laughs> that was when he, when he said celebrities. That you seen Mommy Three Face shut down. She was like, "Oh, celebrities." <laughs> she knew it was about her baby daddy the entire time. Gonna throw Blueface in there. I'm, I'm for, for real though, but I had to go to therapy. Like when you deal with a person like that, you have to get yourself fixed. Like you really do when you've been with a person for a long time and they just start to have those traits. I'm not gonna say he's a narcissist, he had oh, those traits. Hell. Then you had to go to therapy, you gotta get yourself together. Oh, baby. Hell. She goes, I was doing a paper on Blueface, and he was like, Yeah, celebrities tend to do that. She was like, Shit, he says celebrities, god damn it. Uh, I should have just told the truth, ain't Should have just told the truth. You got to have truth in therapy. Or you gonna get misdiagnosed? They gonna say you schizo. <laughs> Can we move on to the next topic? God, leave it. I trigger my. I got it. I got it. Next up, let me get through it. Hit the like button. Also, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We're going to go to these super chats, man. Shout out to Malevolent Elephant. Damn, my sound effects is off. Uh, for the ninety nine ninety nine super chat, appreciate you, sir. Nelson Media 199, this is uh, who was just on, says, narcissism is absolutely a bad thing. Doug Will Fowler also a member, says, my favorite Mississippian is back, LOL. Mississippi variant. What Will G. Fowler also a member, says, Clark Kentwood, the man's interpretation of human men based on how he views them as being incapable, weak, and timid. Yeah, uh, Lee, 1999 says women use P to get a man, but when she's rejected, he's broke and a narcissist. Why are men always mm -hmm. amazing before you sleep with them, but horrible once you don't get what you want from trying to manipulate using just P? Because they're narcissists. Ali again, <laughs> 1999 says most women know they just good for one thing. If a man get sex and women don't get rings, who's truly valuable? He didn't try to change you. You tried to change him. Men still marry. Most women just aren't who they think they are. Damn. Ali need to come Eesh. sit in my chair, bro. Well, <laughs> he be dropping $20 bombs just to talk. I'm like, boy, I can only imagine. <laughs> Ali, let me work on your beard, bro. <laughs> women is uh, reality is based on their feelings. Men, it was, uh, our feelings are based on reality. I am inspired too, Fadala says, but none of you suppose strong black men scared to check Pookie and Ray Ray make it make sense. Huh? Marcus says, what's going on, everyone? And welcome back, Mommy 3. To go, $10 says, it's one thing to diagnose someone with a mental issue that medical professionals came up with, but what is the origin of these words? The term narciss narcissistic or narcissist didn't start as a medical term. BZ, formerly Baby Zaddy, $2 also remember says, yeah, my ex most definitely was a narcissist. You guys are uh, giving value out there. Ali again, 1999 says, women date men, they don't value only for praise, gifts, money, and happiness and self-love. But a woman having consensual sex with a broke man that rejects her makes him narcissist? Mm. 
martyr women, brains are their own worst enemy. God damn. Dang we'll <laughs> dropping bombs on them tonight. <laughs> Anybody who sees Mommy Three live on IG knows she she needs no assistance acting up on camera. <laughs> uh, Marcus Evans five dollars says, "Is there a cure for narcissism?" I guess that was might have been for Nelson. Nelson, put that in the chat if there is a cure for narcissism. I appreciate everybody that has contributed to the platform. Thank you very much. Time to move on to our next topic of this evening, which is how to get a man to commit, how to get a man to commit. I think it needed to be a formal, like, okay, we go together. Like an official, will you be with me? It has to be. Real men, no. Real men men are going to tell you when they ask their woman to become theirs. There needs to be a pinpoint moment that you can actually reference and say, I know. How long have I been together? Oh, oh, this I'll tell, you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where I was yeah. at. Like, I, just finished the game. I know what I was doing before that day. <laughs> yeah. yep. So Come this on. is why this date matters. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when that happens, right? When that happens, there's less gray area when it comes to like getting rid of old women. Yeah. Right. There has to be a fine line where you say, okay, like this, this, this line happened. Right. And anytime, like since this moment happened, any woman that I catch you with or catch you entertaining after that. I could maybe not get not cut you off because yeah. you know there's a there's a process. But mm-hmm. I know that okay, since this happened, you should be starting to get rid of all yep. these women. Yep. Yeah. If that mm-hmm. line yep. is never clear, you never understand when that can happen. Right. So That's it's real. just like, yo, you just work it. You gotta have a clear line. You gotta have a clear line. There's a and then from that line, there's a there's a grace period. There's a grace period in that line. Right. <laughs> so a, in that line, that's why you did it. But that, that's where that's where the, that bookend starts. Yeah. That bookend starts there's here. A grace period, I for love sure. this. And then you know a little time goes by where you guys can create another bookend to where now it's like okay, it's harsher punishment if I see. Yeah, it's yeah, harsher yeah. punishment if yeah. I feel. All right, we're trying to get the black community back in order here, man. We're trying to figure out if we can get men to commit. What do you thoughts about that? I'm gonna go to Penny first. What are your thoughts? How do you get a man to commit? Um, I think you definitely got to make it clear. Um, I let people know when I was dating. Um, if you kiss me, it's on. If you put your lips on me, you can't be talking to nobody else. Um, we don't have to be in a relationship. But if you touch me, <laughs> if you touch me, you kiss me, it's only me that you're looking at. You're looking at <laughs> That's it. Like, don't come kissing on me. Don't come touching on me. If you talking to other people, you got to make it very gray. Very gray. I'm not entertaining anyone sexually. If we're not in a relationship, I think you got to make the lines very, very black and white. There is no gray. I mean. Mm, you one of those ones from middle school. You touch my butt. So we go together. We go together. <laughs> you, you touching wow. on me. You can't be touching on nobody else. So be clear. If you wanted to date other people and talk to other people, don't be touching on me, man. You know what? I commend that because that's the attitude most women need to have. Because really, when you think about it from middle school, most of the dudes are like, all right. And that is why men lie. Yeah, that is why men lie. If you have have a black and white to where you have, and there's progression for for sure. So a lie can only go so far. Mm Mm-hmm. So what yeah. about the life he had before he met you? He, that just got to not exist because he just met you? No, if he just met me and he doesn't and he wants to continue that or he wants to see like if he likes me enough, then still don't touch on me. Don't kiss on me and continue on with your life until you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> if if you make so, it gray, how would he know so, if he wants it to be ready though? If you said, oh, well, if you deal with anybody else, it's going to be right. real gray, meaning you probably going to hold back 
some of your positive traits until he quote unquote lets them people go. So why no, would you can get to know someone? So mm -hmm. we were getting to know each other, right? We were going on dates, getting to know each other. He's talking to other people. He's talking to me. But when you start to we go on dates and then you want to have a kiss or you want to, you know, you want to have Netflix and chill and just be chilling. No, we got to be. It's just me and you then. OK, who's paying for these dates? Let me ask that. He is. Ain't nobody got time for that. Hold on. So he got <laughs> Hold on. So he can't tell to nobody. Yeah. Wait. 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 I mean, I, I feel like when, when it comes to paying for dates, I don't even go. I mean, in the relationship that I have been in. Talking that who pays and who don't pay, you pay, I pay. I, I've never had those conversations with the type of men that I talk to. So um, I don't think that that's even a conversation. Um, you pick where you want us to go. And so and you pay for where, where you want us to go. If you want to go somewhere where it doesn't cost for you to pay, we can go. But if you can invite okay. yourself to a man's pocket, he should be able to invite himself to your body. Like, I don't understand why that's the issue. I, well, I, well so, you know, I don't I don't think it's an issue for you and other women may not think it's an issue, but I think it is for me. It's not for me. So let me ask you this. Okay. In this particular situation, right, this dude, he's coming out of his pockets. He's giving you time, resources like, OK, we're giving what, each other exchange, time and resources, yeah, but ahead. he's paying for everything, right? <laughs> huh? He's paying for everything. He's paying for everything, though, right? So he's the fish. Yeah. So. What I want to know is what what is it that you offer in exchange? Because most people are not going to start to finance a car without test driving it first. I mean, a car. I would is never. I, I don't compare. I would never to a jump car. into. Let women so men do cars. compare women. Why women will always be cars to yeah, us. It is what it is. It is what it is. I wouldn't be able to tell you what that would be like for a man who's concerned about his pockets that way. I couldn't tell you because I've never align myself with someone who cared about that so i don't be concerned about my pockets however i'd be concerned about test driving the car smooth hold on wait now she, didn't, she, smooth. Now she didn't say that she just said once she once you engage sexually with her y'all go together she never said she was no she said kiss and touch she said kiss and touch she ain't saying nothing about no smash if you right if you go on a date with me and you and you want to kiss and you want to touch I feel like that's that's just between me and you now. Like there is no one else. So so, but I think I think what she's saying though is is that in that in that frame, she's like, hey, look, we all in then. Once we get to the kissing and touching, we all in. It's us. I mean, we don't. I don't think she's gonna be, be like, all right, now that it's all us, yeah, I'm gonna hold out for like the next six months. But as far as getting to know, if you're kissing on me, then you're that tells me that you're only trying to get to know I me, think. and I'm only trying to get to get to know you. I don't know. Okay, so let me ask you, what what base does a man able to get to on that date like once you start the kiss is that a go is that all the way in or is that just like okay we kissed and then now we go together but i ain't get the smash no we, i'm not saying that we go together if we do kiss because a lot of people they just date you kind of did say that said again i'm sorry i said you kind of did say that no i'm saying if if we are dating because i did this okay. with my boyfriend now that i'm with now okay and I let him know, like on our first date, that sure, you can talk to whoever you want to talk to. I can talk to whoever I want to talk to. But when we get to a point to where we're kissing and we're chilling and things of that nature, then it's just me and you talking to each other, trying to get to know if we want to be in a relationship with each other. Gotcha. Here's what I'm having trouble understanding. You keep saying kissing. Now we don't care about kissing, right? We yeah, do that in like, 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 like
Middle school. That's that's that. What I'm saying is, oh, at what well, point do we get though. to sexual contact? Kissing is cool, but that's not enough. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're trying to figure out when we get past the kissing stage, mm -hmm. what are we doing? Like, or do we go together? Like, do we get to smash first? We're just trying to figure out how we get to the end of the rainbow. That's what we want to know. But what do, what do we have to do? Go ahead. I, I thought y'all cared about body count so much. So, I mean, at what date she need to give up that. I mean, how many days you think she need to uh before she can give it up? How many days you gonna take that? <laughs> three, three max. I'm asking her. I don't. I don't ever so listen. Three, listen. Five, I never tell. Her, I, never, I never tell a woman what she should do with her body. It's all on her. I just need to know how you handle your body so I know what I want to do or not. You shouldn't you know even want no I mean, I think. I think the. It depends on what you want in the yeah, end. It's like, what's your intention? It's, yeah, right. Like you going in just to smash? If you do want to or, be married, are you going to wait I three do. dates for that? Or yeah, like, are if you, you if interested you do, in her? Our intention. It is depends if you have if you have other if you have other things valuable besides that. But what you got to understand is that men are not going to stop smashing at any point in their lives, like never, right? Unless if they with somebody they committed to, yes, but they're not really trying to have a gap in between smashing. It's like one and then you I mean, go to the next. Some, We're not trying to go 90 days. Right. That's a lot of men don't have that option. Just they go don't. and smash and dash and smash and dash. And, and I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, no, I we understand that. The majority. That's not what we're trying to do, right? I think, I think what we're we trying get wrong here. I think what we're getting wrong here is that she's saying that she set a boundary where she feels like if we get to the kissing stage or whatever, whatever that may be, I'm not here to tell you. She's saying at that point in her mind, we supposed to be exclusive. Now she's saying what she's saying though is if you want to go out and be non-exclusive, she's going to remove herself from the situation. Is that what I'm thinking? Am I yeah. All right. So I'm, I mean, hey, that's a boundary. I mean, either you can walk that line or don't walk that line, but it's up to you. Free will. Free will. Hey, that's that's that hey, that work I, though. Is that gonna get you? Is that gonna help you reach your goal? Because I don't think that's gonna yeah. work. Yeah, I, I mean, so man, I'm telling you, that's so not it's not gonna get you wife. Like it's not. Gonna I mean, so so. so I mean, you can't you can't guarantee it either way. Right. I was gonna no. ask. There's how, no guarantees, but you can increase your odds by certain actions, and you. So I can increase my odds by what? You telling men what you just told us? That's not increasing your. Okay, odds. so That's you tell me what would increase the odds? Increasing your odds would, would be to leave that option open and not tell us. But hey, if you don't do this, this, and this, it's gonna be a gray area. I'm stepping back. Like, oh, okay, you think you're gonna come in and run something next? No, because then, then if I did it that way, then you would say, oh, so he's taking you out on dates and you're not letting him know how you feel about things. So he's thinking he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And you're not letting him know. No, no, that comes with the conversation on the date. But for you to just come so black and white from the jump, the I don't even I don't even know you yet. I don't even see no value in you yet. We just meet in face value and you laying that and out. That's right? fine. That's fine. That's if, you don't, if you don't see no value in it, you, you can go or you can you can be consistent. One of the two. We're gonna go because you're not showing us anything. So he's coming with resources. Like what? Ass and titties. What? All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Y'all are making y'all are making a very good case why I say dating is trash. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 Penny. I'm trying to help you out. Courting is what will serve you best because dating. Hold on, dating is modern day hoeing. 
This is what people do in the dating scene. Uh -huh. You step your toe in it, you can't be halfway. You got to go all the way in it. The dude is going to spend money. He's going to expect draws. This is why I said women that do want to stay chased, that do expect something like you, all right? So I, I'm really looking at you like this. Um, and I actually disagree with Mr. Viral. This is how we tell the wives from the hoes. Right now, men can't tell the difference. So if you are a wife, step your ass out the dating game and tell a man he has to come and court you first before you give him any kind of action and then watch the men who ain't into that, who are not really usually marriage-minded, fall the fuck away, right? So and when they're ready to get their act together, they will step to you correctly. The difference is some women who see themselves as wives want to jump their ass in a dating game, get their ass hit from the back 30,000 times by Mr. Viral and Trey Smooth, and then be like, but I'm still a wife. I'm still a wife out here. I mean, this, it, it right. happens. Look. I've had that before where I went on a date with someone and we weren't um, as affectionate as he would like. And mm -hmm. he let me know, like, I felt like you weren't into me because you weren't as affectionate with me and um, things of that nature. And, and that's fine. He, he could go. And then I found the person that I'm with now and I told him the same thing. And, and here we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, do I can't say that that'll never work. Oh, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I, I'm not saying that it won't never work. I said for me. I do want to get one of the panel members in that haven't spoken yet, uh, Inaz and uh, Lady Da. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a lot of women, we touched on this a little bit earlier, are very consumed with the, the physicality that they bring to the table, whether that's sex, whether that's their looks. I think a lot of women really lack substance, right? It's not enough to just be a pretty face and show up and you know, just sit there and listen and nod. There needs to be some sort of reciprocity. There needs to be some level of engagement. There needs to be some level of, um, you know, offering to some degree, right? But if you're so focused on just looking cute and just showing up and that's all I need to do, it that doesn't really offer any sort of exchange in terms of what the man is, is, is offering or is looking for, right? Um, so I think the moment that we get to step away and move away from the superficiality of things, I think that'll really create a situation where a man can see value in a woman past just what she looks like for the box. Um, I was going to say, um, so I think trigger Mike's point. I believe that in order for women to stand out, they, you know, to be a wife and to get wifed up, you just can't act like <clears throat> most women today. Um, setting a boundary, I think, is is what we should do. But to um, like off the jump, just be like, this is what I want. This is what we doing. In my opinion, I think that comes off too aggressive. It's too strong. Like, you want to be delicate. He going to know he can't mess with you either how you dress, how you talk, and how you carry yourself. That You ain't even got to explain it. You just be yourself, you know, and then he'll know just by talking to you. I think men do understand when they talk to different types of women who they are. So it's not something that needs to be talked about. Um, because you're going to sometimes that could just scare off a lot of other men. Now, as far as like... I think like some of this dating is too transactional. So if, if you're if you want a wife, then it's okay to pay without getting into the pants. Like, let's be real. You shouldn't want that right now. I know some of y'all want to test drive cool, but it ain't test driving on no third date. All right. It's more like you're gonna get to know this person, 
and see what they're about first. And if you feel like it's a real connection, then you y'all do that. That's on y'all. But to be like, you know, we I need something from you. I think what you should get from this person that is is if you're looking for a wife, is you getting um qualities from her that other women probably can't give you. And that part could be a transaction, but not in a way where she's given up herself because now she's gonna be considered the three or four that you don't want to marry anyway. So I would kind of like a lay low on that unless you don't want to get married right now. Um, now to the question, how do you get a man to commit? The answer is you cannot get no man to commit. That's up to that man. And it should be up to that man because if you force a man, then it's going to be something like, okay, well, damn, I'm, I'm, I want him to do this. He don't want to do it. And then now you're going to be waiting 10 years and then, like, oh, well, I've been through all of this stuff. I got all this trauma. He's been messing with this person. Well, he wasn't ready. Just like if babies, we, we force babies to talk when they're born. No, they're not mentally ready yet. So I think men should be mentally ready and stable minded and everything before they decide to commit. And that's up to that man. And it's up to his level of, it could be maturity. I don't want to say all of it is maturity, but it could be at his level of maturity. So when you get a man and you see that he's ready to commit, he'll let you know very soon. It's not nothing that you got to guess. And then you just be yourself. So that's all I want to say. Yeah. Let only me add about that. I disagree. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Trace. Go ahead. I was going to say the, the only part that I disagree with is you can actually motivate a man to commit. If he finds yeah. value in you as an individual, if you separate yourself from the other women, then he will commit to you. You can absolutely motivate. You can't make anybody do anything, but you can absolutely motivate them. If he finds that you are supportive in what it is that he does. Most masculine men want a woman who is going to be feminine, who's going to know how to talk to him. The number one rule, period, period, is respect. You must have respect for him. And if you know how to talk to him with respect and you treat him to make him feel like a man, then he's going to want to commit to you. And to go back to your point, I'm sorry, I, I didn't want to make you seem like it's all about the smashing either. It's, oh, me? it's important. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry oh, about no, that. It's okay. Um, but it's not it's not all about the smashing. But what I'm informing you is that dudes are going to smash. So let's just say you're holding off. That's cool. We're not going to press you for that, right? When, most men understand the boundaries and who they can smash, who they can't, who they gotta wait on. But what I'm telling you is during that period, that waiting period, he's probably going to be driving another whip. He's not gonna be out here walking. Oh, it's just not oh, how definitely. it's gonna go. And if you if you're willing to deal with that. That reality, then it's cool. You just have to understand that part. I mean, I think in the end, you never really know what anyone is doing. I was gonna say you don't know he's so driving. You, you're never really gonna know. So I mean, I think the expectations for someone to be real is gonna always be there. I'm always be you know have the expectation that what you're saying is you know I can take that for what it is. But if he's if he is you know. I would I really wouldn't know. All I would know is how he's treating me and how we're moving. And so for me, that's what I need for me. And and not to say that that's the way that I said it, you know, how I'm telling you guys is how, you know, I related to him. But yeah, I, I do put my what I expect and what I am giving. I do put that out there when, when I'm talking to someone. So, yeah. So what I've noticed in modern times. So let me add to what I said earlier. So in modern times, I feel like men commit two ways. So a man will grant exclusivity to his favorite sex partner. He'll be like, damn, that ass fat. The titties looking right. I don't want anybody else to hit that. So he will grant exclusivity Ow. to his favorite sex partner. <laughs> and 
the other type of woman that he grants exclusivity to is a true companion. All right. So this is the type of woman that will compel him like Trev Smooth talked about, inspire him to marry her. He wants to keep that woman because he doesn't want anybody to marry her first. So those are the two types of commitment. That woman that he's only keeping around because of her sex, because of her body, because of the way she looked and the way she helps him project an image at the moment. Those are the women that are saying we've been together for years and he won't marry me. Mm -hmm. He never respected you as a true companion. That's why when he leaves you, he's going to meet that other woman. And with one, within one year, he's going to slap a ring on her finger. Yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about the sex partner thing, but I think that the number one way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't care how good your sex is. If I'm not trying to commit to you, I don't, I don't care. As long as I'm hitting it, I'm going to just keep it 100. But to get he a man. Just, to I the thing going to fall out. Listen, to get the man to commit to you, I don't care what he's looking for. Most women don't know what guys are looking for. They they approach the situation like Penny with this is what I want. Damn. They don't have no idea what he wants, and that shit never works out. It's real simple. Be what he looking Penny for. won't be kissing you and them just been on everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's all. That's all. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying that it works for everyone, and I'm not saying that everyone will take it the same. I think um a a big problem is people insinuating that all people are the same when it comes to that, that all people will take that and say, oh, no, I, I wouldn't mess with you if you said this to me. Like, all, all people are not the same. And um, I've learned that. And, and when you get to get with someone and you get to know someone, a lot of these talking points of if you're not doing this, he won't he won't be with you. If you're not having sex with him, all those talking points. Some of those things will get you caught up and you will miss out on somebody great with those talking points. So I, it, it worked for me and I can say it will, it will work for, for someone else, but I can't say that it, it doesn't work. I will say this. <laughs> this is why men lie. And I'm a, <laughs> and Penny, I respect your resolve. I can't even, I'm with Trigger Mike on that. Stand on it. But this is why men lie, because they will straight up tell you in your face, because he's going to still hit, because he's going to be like, oh, all that requires me to if we to get past this kissing stage is to be like, yeah, we yeah we go together. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's not, I mean, it's not, like, it's not like we get through the kissing stage and we go together. I'm saying, <laughs> if you want to kiss someone, I feel like if you're going to get to know someone to see if you want to be in a relationship with someone, to me... You get to know me, and I'm getting to know you at that point. Like, oh we, no, that's all. That's all fine you know, and dandy, but like, okay, we kiss and then we go together and then we having sex and things. It doesn't work that way. No, no, I'm I'm doing it to be funny, but oh, I get what you're saying. What you're saying basically is that if we, you try to create you you demand exclusivity when it comes to being uh, intimate. Intimate, and I'm with you on that. I'm not mad at that, but this is why men lie. Cause they go to now. I know we talking about the levels of intimacy, but a guy, if a woman said there and told him straight up, like, "Hey, look, I kind of, I, you, you, you doing all this with me? I require you to be just with me." He and he gonna do all of that and still not be with just you. He's just not gonna tell you. He's gonna be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we all good." Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He ain't gonna actually say that y'all go together. He's just gonna allude to the fact that y'all go together, and he gonna do all this dirt anyway. But and wouldn't that be find? better than you than you going as far as to having sex with him and then saying, okay, when we have sex, I expect it to just be me and you, and then you find out he's still with other people? 
But, you ain't gonna find that out anyway. You ain't gonna find that anyway. Now you done found out in the beginning stage when y'all only kissing. No, so what he's gonna thing, say right? is, oh yeah, we good, we good, yeah, you good, Penny. You ain't gotta worry about nothing. We good. That's what he's gonna you, say. And you're gonna be like, oh, okay. And then he's gonna be like, Yeah, we good. And then next thing you know, about three, four months yeah. down the line, <laughs> you're gonna be like, you're gonna go through his phone and recognize some chick been sending them nudes. And they been sexting and whatnot. You're going to be like, God damn it, this motherfucker been cheating on me. And in his mind, he like, nah, I was just lying to your ass. We well, I mean, it's not, a, it's not really a cheat because it's not saying that y'all go together in three months. It's just saying that he he said that he was okay. This is what we said that we'll agree to do. And if he can't agree to that, then why would we get in a relationship after that if he, he can't agree to something that he uh, or do something that he agreed to? But see, that's why it's called dating. Dating is, to me, to be honest with you, I don't think it's just to be dating one person. In order for someone, and I'm just being real, I'm um, sorry, my camera went out. In order for, especially a man, to figure out if they want to be married, they got to date multiple people. I'm not saying they got sex with all of them. They got to know because it's, it's too many women out here that are um, out here saying that they are this and they're not. And they want to make sure that they're finding the true person. So I believe that when you're dating, I don't think that's like super exclusive. Now, when you're in, in a relationship, sure. But to just be like calling that, oh, well, we dated five times and, you know, it's just me and you. They, I agree with Sweeney. They, 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 some of them are going to be lying to you. So if you want something genuine, I don't know about forcing. I, I think people should date too. But you can date someone without rubbing on someone and chilling with someone and kissing on someone. Like, I mean, you could date around. You, what, so what, in order to do that, you have to date oh, God. everyone and all of that stuff. Like, no. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like with my guy, like, oh my all you want. You, we could date other people. Cool, what? that's fine. But don't be dating other people and kissing on me. A man's gonna lie. That's why I'm glad that Sweeney. <laughs> no. I'm glad that he said that. I'm like men right. will lie. So with y'all didn't know that. This is like, 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 my guy. Man, they knew that, man. So with my with that's my men guy, lie, women lie. When he asked me, like, what are you looking for in a man? I say, I, I told him, I'll know when I see it. That's exact. I didn't Whoa. tell him. I didn't give him. <laughs> you will try and be everything yeah. on that list. They will. I told him. I said, I know when I see they it. They will. Like, you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? They don't even realize. They don't even realize how much. You know what? I'm not about to give y'all these guys secrets, man. Y'all don't even realize how much y'all tell a man without without I giving swear. him a list. We know a lot with the with just from conversations, and y'all, man, <laughs> this is why men lie. Oh, he he, he was like, he crazy. Was, and this is why women do these things. And I was like, I didn't all hey, real precious, all affair, love and war at this point. Nobody has the playbook to it. We're all living this life me. all the time. If you, know you present saying? yourself like a wife, you're going to attract men that are looking for wives. Nine times out of ten, if a man is on some, some fuckboy shit just trying to pump and dump, just hit and quit, he's not going to want to put up with the, the damn loops he got to jump through to even get to that yeah, and, <laughs> go to that with somebody that's marriage minded or dating marriage minded. I'm gonna go find a jump off. I'm gonna go find a hoe. So a man's gonna treat you how you treat yourself. If you come to the situation showing that you're valuable, men that are looking for value that have value, they're gonna attract to you because you are you are what you attract. The energy you put out, the energy you get back. So you don't even gotta approach the situation telling the guy, "Oh, I need this, this, this," or it's gonna be great. He's gonna already know by how you act. Like, oh, she's not the one you could play with. 
have a I, question. We have know a, when you're different. Go ahead. I have a question. So let's just say, because I, I did a live um, on my channel on a men's Monday about men running into the same type of female because they really haven't found a different type of female, right? So let's just say you just keep running into the jump offs or whoever you decide, whoever is deciding to have sex with you whenever you want to have sex, right? Then you do run into a different type of female. Are you really ready to move forward with her knowing that you've been operating with a certain type of female for so long? Absolutely, because mm. I've done it. Like I said, no man is going to pick up a flawless diamond off the ground, see it like, oh, shit, flawless diamond, and throw it back for the next man to pick up. Even if I was in a different zone, like, you know what, I'm just out here doing my thing. I'm on some player shit. If I run across one that's really different, it's so rare to find you'll be a fool to pass it up. But are you sure you're treating her right when you already have the mentality of the pump and dump, the pump and dump, the pump and dump? Then you run into a good woman That's, and you're like, yeah, oh, I mean, now, now I'm in a position to treat a woman right. Yeah, but the mentality we can switch gears at a moment's notice. Right, it's, exactly. it's not the type of thing. You you know how to deal with it. It's, hmm. it's not one of those situations where you're just going to be like, oh, damn, how you know, right. as a man, what you can get away with, which what a woman will tolerate and how you should treat her. You're going to treat her based on her behavior, exactly. just like, so, how, like any Penny, other interaction you have. So when someone right. like Penny sets a boundary and says, hey, if you kissing on me, we need to be exclusive. But if you want to kiss on other people, then do that. But you don't include me in that equation. But you would, treat her as if she's not worthy or she's not that wife material when you could just go find, um, you know, Keisha on the block who going to give it up. I will she say wife that, material, but you you not mad at her, but you mad at Penny. But I Penny's cute. That. She got a nice body. So we going to go out. They going to go after her anyway. But you're not yeah. trying to wife. Like, you're not... <laughs> So and, and I, mind you, I understand the nature of men, but what I'm saying is the, uh, the mental when it comes to the women that you want to choose, you're really choosing yeah. the 304, but you're not choosing the wife that says, hey, let's just I just want to set this boundary because I don't necessarily want to give you my body up front. Just like you don't necessarily want to give me your money up front or your resources or you you're not trying to pay my bills or do any of that up front. But oh. but you want access to my womb up front. I don't think you got to say right that. away. Like a man's not going to come out and say, hey, I'm not paying your bills like that. That would sound crazy to tell a woman you just met. Hey, just so you know, my boundary is I'm not paying your bills till we exclusive. Like that sounds retarded. That's literally what Penny <laughs> oh was saying. God, like, I'm going you're on. telling a grown ass man. That's not what I'm saying. That's no, not what I'm saying. No, listen, this is how it sounds to us. You basically telling us. Hey, it's gonna be a while for you to get some pussy. Automatically, I, you know what? I never said that. It's not. It's not a while. I never said that. It's until I know. Until I, I know you. I mean, if I said that, if I said that, trigger smooth, Sweeney. If I said that, you know, no, she never said that. She never said it. But I'm saying the way that she said it. That's how most guys is gonna interpret it. Like what? Like because they're used to Keisha. No, all yeah. she said was that yeah. she requires exclusivity. Not, not she, ain't put a, she ain't put a stop on it. She just oh, said, I no. require it to be exclusive. I mean, let, she let, said you got to be exclusive to get a kiss. On. Like, come on, bro. How old are you? Yeah, because that's, that's different. Yeah. She that's said kissing and touching. I mean, but then again, you say, you say, how old are we, right? You say, how right. old are we? 
Yes. And so because I feel a certain type of way of how I want to be exclusive with someone or I want to be intimate with someone, then I'm immature. No, I'm saying the way that, that you worded it sounded immature to me. If a woman on the street, 30, 35, came up to me and said that, I'd be like, oh, she a low-ass kid. She has some kids. She but you know what? How you rock, right? right? And how you require your women? How you but rock, how you require your women? I don't have no no regards to that. You know, you that's the way that you want to rock with the women that you're with. But I'm not saying that's immature because you would like for a woman to, you know, be kissing on you and kissing on another nigga too. That's you. That's the thing. I'm not asking not you to me. have regard. I'm not asking you to have regard because if you did, I wouldn't care. That's just your opinion. I'm just giving my opinion. If a if a grown woman told me that the way you worded it, I would assume she plays games because a grown woman that's not playing games, that's looking for certain things, it's certain things she don't even gotta say. Her action, her demeanor, her aura is gonna tell me that already. I already know. Oh yeah, she's on she's on this path. So mm -hmm. if if I want a woman that's on this path, I gotta approach her this way. We know the difference between 304s and wives. I don't know why women pretend like we don't, we can't tell the difference. We know off jump, your energy gonna tell me. Oh, she's like, like, oh, that's what it is. Like, I mean, like it, it, it depends on my actions, right? Because you say a man, men say it all the time. They say women get emotional off of what we um what what is being said to them besides the truth, right? So don't get emotional off what I'm saying. The truth is, but that's what I'm saying. Not saying you're emotional as far as the way that you are or being. I'm saying the words, right? So, you're saying the words sound immature. So it's hitting a trigger saying that, hey, these words sound immature, which means that you're going to be on some bullshit. You, you're you going to be controlling. You're going to be toxic, things of that nature. But it's like, I'm telling you this boundary, not saying that I'm not going to act like someone who's going to, you know, uh, Tell you that anyway. Show you that anyway. Show you that I'm. I have wife qualities. Not saying that I'm not going to do that, but just because I said those words to you, now you're saying like, oh, okay, no, you shouldn't be saying that. It's going to run men off and things of that nature. But that's not true. How I act towards that man will will back up what I'm saying, and he he shouldn't feel you know any type of way about the words that I'm saying as long as what I, my actions are stating that I am. I'm telling you, your words can run men off, regardless of your action. Before you even get to the actions, you saying certain words, like you said, that's going to, quote unquote, trigger men. He'll never see the action just by you using. Certain I, I don't words. think that's I don't think that's all. Men. I don't of course, think it's not. Men. Nothing is absolute. We can't say all anything It's always going to be exceptions. But right, But you just said that I said something and then another man on the panel said that that's not what he got from it. Right, but what does that mean? There's always that means that all men don't see that court. the same way. I never said all men. Never once did I say all men. Or most men. Well, how I got my man to commit. Well, how I got my man to commit. It was very simple. We went on the first date to to Smoothie King, and I and I bought him a five dollar smoothie. I talked about this last. Time. I talked about it. I talked about this on our last panel when back last year. He, I, I made the Smoothie King before him, and I said, what kind of smoothie you want? It was a $5 smoothie, and now he do everything for me, but it was, that's why I think somebody said, if you do something different, something outside of the box where he was so used to, like, whining down, had to do so much for women, and blah, 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 and this smoothie made him feel like, okay, dang, she don't even, she bought me something, yeah. and... <laughs> It wasn't the price of it. You know what it boils down to? It was it was just it was just the fact that you were considerate. 
That's yeah. what he wanted. The fact that it doesn't matter how much it costs. It could have been a dollar. It could have been $200. The fact that you considered him before he got there and say he's probably going to like this smoothie when, I, when he get here. That's what men are attracted to. They like for women to be able to do things for them without them asking. Sometimes I'm, you think for them when it yeah. works in their favor and it will work numbers, period. And it's Yo, so let, me, let, let me add to that. Let me add to that. So, you know, this thing that's going around where people say, I'm not your mama. Women telling men they're not. I'm not your mama. Well, I have real I got a real problem with that, because wouldn't y'all say that most moms are really thoughtful towards their sons? Right. They're really thoughtful toward them. So when a woman wants to replace what is it? What does it say in the Bible? A man leaves his mom to cleave to his wife. But don't that woman who's bringing you that smoothie is showing the same thoughtfulness that your mother would show. Easiest way to make him make that mental switch. Like you trying to take care of me. Like you, you did this. You thought of yeah. me like this. Right. So when <laughs> women say I'm not your mama, I just be like, damn, you don't even get it. So that's what you did for him. That's the feeling. Even subconsciously, he might have not even known this woman's trying to take care of me like the woman who was number one in my life did. And you I didn't even notice. Time. And it's so crazy because I was still dumb to the fact I didn't. I'm just I'm Southern. I mean, that's just what we do. We got Southern hospitality. And he wasn't there. I'm huh. like, let me go on and order it. So it just it was just like a motherly thing that I would just do anyway. And back to what I was saying at first, he asked me, what do you want? you know, what do you want in a man? And I didn't tell him what I wanted because I didn't want to give him the blueprint. Like y'all said, men lie. And that's one thing my brother <laughs> told me, like, baby, we'll, we'll do anything we can to get up in there and leave. So I did what my brother told me to do. He said, tell him you will know when you see it. And since then, he he made sure I don't pump gas. Like, well, you I'm finna fill your car up. He made sure my car clean. He made, I mean, like, he, he doing all these things because he don't know it's like he didn't know the key to my heart, but he found it. So Mommy three. I got a real I got a question. Was it a strawberry smoothie? <laughs> no, it was a hook. It was the hook of a hook? The a hook. Hook. <laughs> Boy, you know, like incredible hulk. That smoothie <laughs> has to be strawberry or or no, like a hook cherry. got peanut butter in it. It has to be like ice cream in it or something. Something he wanted this hook thing. Yeah. So now we go to the gym. We go to the gym together. I I love it. So check this out. So check this out. Me and Trey Smooth, we tried to take out the because this is what happened. This is the way I think women listen. I'm actually about to buy stock in Smoothie King because miraculously tomorrow their stock is gonna go up because that's what women think they gotta do buy smoothies to get to buy get a smoothie y'all you ain't gotta do nothing bad i swear how many three know you did something to that smoothie that's why it was strawberry or, or cherry or something like this that dude, look dudes gonna be like why are we here again for the third time this week she, found, she just found a different way she, you know you know they used to have it they used to have a, uh you know them southerners they used to have that uh the spaghetti trick she just went and got her a strawberry smoothie. <laughs> That's kind of like what I meant earlier. Like I was just saying that you cannot force a man to commit. Now, naturally, like being yourself or like what Mommy 3 did is a way that he will commit on his own based off your actions, but never make a man do do something. Let him be ready to do it when he's ready. All right. Make it, uh, you know, you got something you want to say? I think I spoke uh, a little bit earlier, but 
I, I did want to address kind of the exchange between Viral and Penny. I don't necessarily think that chasing men off is inherently a bad thing, right? Because it, it just takes one man for that woman to be married. I think sometimes we want to cast our net so wide and go overwhelmed with the options that we have that it makes the journey of finding marriage that much more difficult. So sometimes if you're looking for something really specific, it is a good idea to chase off a lot of the wrong people. You do risk chasing off some of the right people, but you just got to get it right one time. All right. What about you, uh, Sweeney? Uh, as far as how to get a man to commit? Yeah, that is if you wanted to add something to the conversation. I'm about to transition a little bit. Just uh, trying to get people in that have been I was just going to say, um, I get what Penny is saying. And I think we got the wires crossed where we're talking about whether, how, I got a question for you, Penny. You don't necessarily have to answer fully, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said that you've had this requirement, right? Mm -hmm. And right now you're in a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. If I was to ask your, your, uh, your boyfriend or does he feel like he had to wait? Or, you know what I mean, he had to wait as long. Like, we know how long the average, how long it takes for average, on average for somebody to, to get to sex, right? Mm -hmm. Would you say that he had to, would he say, like, man, I had to wait beyond, like, months before? Or would you say that y'all pretty much went a normal, doing the normal route? Like, um, You ain't got to put I a date on it. Huh? <laughs> I said you don't have to put a date <laughs> or a time frame, but would you say that y'all were normal? Say, uh... I would say it's it was pretty natural. I would say it wasn't it wasn't a time frame that we were looking at. It was just you know the connection that we had. Um, we were just dating each other. Um, so I don't I don't think it was a time frame that I don't think he's going to feel like he was on a time frame at all. Okay. And and we could we could ask him if you'd like. And, and right now y'all are uh oh getting down right. Huh. Right now, um, y'all are getting down. Y'all doing a horizontal. Who I'm not going to say that, but... Come on, man. We adults here. <laughs> you, you can ask him if you want to. We can ask him if you want to. Huh? I mean, you can ask him as far as does he feel like there's some time frame until we do um, have sex. You can ask him if he feel any type of like pressure for that or, or anything of that nature, but... I don't think he, he feels any pressure. He hasn't, you know, um, voiced that to me. How long have y'all been together? Eight months. Eight months. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, precious lady, Di. Um, How do you get a man to commit? <clears throat> I don't think anyone can get a man to commit. A man has to want to do that. I do believe uh, what Tre Trev said, Trev Smooth, um, that a woman can be a huge inspiration for a man to, you know, want to commit. But still, at the end of the day, it, it is his responsibility to want to take on the role of leadership in a woman's life. So at the end of the day, you can only be yourself. And if that man loves you for you, he's going to commit. If he loves you for a booty call, he's going to commit to Monday nights. But you know, <laughs> other than that, um, yeah, a man, a man has to really make that decision within himself. He has to know that he's ready. You know, you have a lot of people that are engaged for a long time and they're like, he hasn't, you know, popped the question yet. He's not ready to commit. 
Yeah. You know, he's not ready to commit yet. Um, and so you have to ask yourself if that's something you're willing to stick around for or not. You know, I think when a man knows what he wants, he's going to go after for go after what he wants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because um, I've said this before and they're like, well, what if what he wants don't don't want him? Then it's not for him because mm-hmm. what you want is going to want you. I right. want you and you're going to want that back. So. There you have it. Guys, just tuning in. Welcome to La Peef. Let's talk. Hit the like button. Also, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Let's go ahead and get to these super chats real quick. The real Pookie $2 says, commitment to men equals let me cheat in peace. <laughs> I leave 1999. I respectfully. Any delusional? When men walk in a room, we size each other up instantly based on power. With that said, women are as valuable as the man next to them. The man you're next to is the value of your P, not your P. DJ Wish Doctor, $2, also says, Mommy Love with them locks look good on you. Uh, Marcus Evans, $2, says, Penny, you cool, but you sound delusional. That's, that's one of the YouTube words, uh, Penny, like delusional. Uh, Molly1999 says, this is why men smash and dash because a woman placed her value and goal of the relationship on the P and her body. Your value is the love you bring to the man. He can't live without not the kisses and pee he can get daily. I don't think every man is able to get it. Marcus Evans, $2 says the art of listening is key. The real Pookie, $2 says, J.I., just bring this. Uh, Negro Dopolis. Come out you, Ali. He wants to come up. <laughs> Original everything else is carbon copy. Ten dollars member says test driving the car is a setup. If women let men test drive, she will look up and have two hundred bodies. Who she let test drive, and then y'all men don't want that. It's a setup, ladies. Original everything is carbon copy. Five dollars says folks out here confused. Date with intentions. That's true, you know. Ali again, nineteen ninety nine says I can't have one woman. Gotta have three. One to hold me down. One woman just to lift me, and one woman else. <laughs> if you want to go, baby, go ahead and walk out the door. One thing that you got to remember is one monkey don't stop the show. See, that sounds delusional. <laughs> no, but if he say it up front, somebody going to go for it. You better be. Michael Richardson, $10. I think that was a song, y'all. Oh, Grown man. men put women in three categories jump off, friend zone, or relationship leading to marriage. I don't bring on this planet that pussy woman in the friend zone. zone really. <laughs> <laughs> says, the Byway podcast is bright. Once a woman puts a date on her pee, we know we just got to wait for that date because you just set intimacy as the prize instead of the love she brings to a man. It means you about you, not us to us. Henceforth, that's why men lie. Mm. Uh, five dollars <laughs> says, dude committed off a five dollar smoothie. Mommy three putting roots on these people. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rip. Eugene still tomorrow says, "How do you get a man to commit? First, be the best version of yourself, as he is being the best version of himself. Second, how a man uh, the respect he shows you. Third, you have to commit." Ali again, 499 says, when will demand you treat them like their daddy, but when you ask for good treatment, turn right around and tell you 
right, look, I got a question. Okay, Ali, what the hell do you do for a living? Because I got money and I'm never. Right. Right. I would die, bro. I'm trying to figure out. The love is real. The love is real. I wouldn't even spend my military benefit money like <laughs> Ali. Move to Texas. Let me be your barber. I know you tip well. Damn. <laughs> but Michael M. 199 says they said about how they've been committed with no ring. <laughs> Laughing emoji. Um, JJ Carver says, uh, while we go LeBron on the panel, stop flopping. <laughs> That's what LeBron do, scratch his head. <laughs> With hands here, like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, y'all can't be mad at Umar while promoting this. Uh, real estate investor. I already knew that. I'm just saying. Man, it's so crazy because my guy, he he just so, he just love Ali to the point that, like, that time I had to apologize to Ali. He made me apologize to Ali that time when I got on the panel and I was going off on Ali. He said, you better apologize to him. So I had to do what he said. <laughs> there you have it. So he got the house in order, Mommy Three. Hit the like button. Also, make sure to subscribe to the channel. Moving on to our next topic, which is should married men give their wives a monthly allowance? Should married men give their wives a monthly allowance scenario? Let's say the wife took off work for maternity leave and she decided to stay at home for a few months to raise the children. Should the husband be responsible for paying his wife a monthly allowance? And the second question I want to add to that is what if she's a stay at home mom, period? A stay-at-home wife should she receive an allowance? Let's go ahead and get into it. Let me go to uh, go ahead, trigger Mike. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. No, no, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm see. This is one of those things where it's gonna trigger all the women in the chat. It's gonna trigger some of the women here too. But um, I really just kind of want to say that's actually what happens anyway. Because if a man is the only one making the money, I've you know kind of been that dude, I guess before. And what really happens is. When a man really pays all the bills, a woman actually never sees them. There have been many years where my wife never knew how many, how much anything costs. She didn't know that the mortgage went up because the tax or what the house appreciated. She didn't know any of that. So in order to ask me for or, or at least to spend and be a responsible steward of the money, you do got to dish it out like, hey, this is what, you know, what I mean, spend this. This is play money. But there's no more coming till next month or next pay period or whatever. So, you know, women will say allowance or whatever. But I think it is actually more important today because what we see is that most people are poor stewards of money. And if you let an irresponsible woman have free reign of your account and you don't set those boundaries, you will find yourself coming up short in a lot of ways. I do have a lot of... um friends going through that situation right now that's why i kind of rushed to say no you actually might want to do that because i think some women want to buy what they want to buy and i believe that if you are a woman that is staying home you should be saving money for your house there's no other reason you should be at home you should be cooking so he don't have to eat out all the time you should be looking for ways to coupon clip yeah i said it clip them damn coupons and save your household a bunch of money save on child care go pick the kids up so he don't got to pay for those activities all that type of stuff but if she's not doing that absolutely an allowance is necessary so she comes okay so she comes to you and 
if she wants something, she had to ask you, can she get the money for it? If it's within the budget, absolutely. Okay. And and does she have access to the money at all? Of course, of course. Um within reason, I guess. It depends on if you're dealing with a, a responsible woman or irresponsible woman. Okay. All right, go ahead, Inaz. Exactly. So my take's a, a little bit different. So I'm Muslim. That's that's the assumption. Like that's the mode of operation is that the husband provides an allowance for his wife. Now that can be negotiated based on if her income is sufficient. Sometimes it's just you got it. Um, but if she is a stay at home and she's not working and doesn't come from wealth, um, it it's part of the the whole provider package that she gets a, a stipend that's agreed upon amongst the two of them. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and get... Go ahead, Swain. Um, I would say if, if you budget properly, whether you are a 100% provider, she's a stay-at-home mom, whether y'all go 50-50, 75-25, 60-40, you're supposed to set an allowance aside for both of y'all. Right, that goes without saying. You set aside enough, uh, a set amount of money that you can spend per week, per month, and you set aside a monthly, uh, monthly, weekly allowance for her to spend. That's kind of what people who budget do. Otherwise, you would find yourself in chaotic situations where you overspend if there is no check, if there, if you don't check yourself, nor if you don't check her. So I think. You know what I mean? I think it's I, I think it doesn't really matter whether she's a stay-at-home mom or not. She can go 50-50 and there needs to be an allowance set for both of y'all or for her because that's how budgeting works because shit got to get paid for outside of just y'all spending money frivolously. Um, me personally, I don't um, agree with the allowance thing. I believe that um, before you get married, you marry someone that is responsible. You guys have an understanding of your budget, how you guys conduct your money together or however that works. <clears throat> and when it comes to a monthly thing, it shouldn't be a monthly thing. If you want to go buy something, I believe like, you know, you got to spend within reason. So go shopping, get everything you need. Either it's going to be for that year or for the six months, however you want to do that. Go bulk shopping. Throughout the months, it don't need to be something that you got to keep spending because I think a lot of people become broke or don't have enough money because they keep spending money every month. I don't think nobody, well, if we speak about women, need need an allowance every month to spend what? I mean, learn how to do your own hair. I mean, I'm not saying every time. I'm just saying if you are looking to get financial freedom one day, you know, you got to learn how to do things on your own. I don't think it has to be like, oh, I need to go get my hair done every week or every two weeks, get your nails done. Um, when you're a stay-at-home mom, um, those things kind of go out the door anyway, unless you are already, of, um, like kind of what Inaz was saying, of wealth. But um, it's not like it's something that you need to continue to do is spend money all the time. Learn how to save your money and learn how to monopolize your money. Like you need to learn how to make your money um, stretch and how to <clears throat> make investments. There's a lot of things you can do instead of spending it all the time. So I don't agree with the allowance. Um, so. All right. Well, precious. Yeah. Um, should married men give their wives a, a, a monthly allowance? I mean, 
like Lady Di was saying, you know, if you're a stay at home mom, you're tending to the children. Um, so that would have to be worked out in your budget, right? So you're a stay at home mom. Are you homeschooling? Or are you not? Are you, you know, taking the children out for activities and things like that? So I think, you know, those things are worked out within the budget. Um, should it be mandatory to to get a, a a monthly allowance every single month? I think it it is according to what's absolutely needed in the home. Um, so that that just takes communication um, and saying, hey, this month we have this this and this planned, or this month you know this is what's going on, and we need extra funds for it. But I I don't know if it should be. I, I think it would be nice. Um, but should married men give their wives a monthly allowance? I don't, I don't know if it should be something that's mandatory. I think that all the needs in the home should just be met, you know, um, doing it through a a monthly allowance to me is not necessarily necessary, but I think trigger Mike also said, you know, you want your wife to kind of be industrious. So you want her to be able to, you know, save money and know the importance of budgeting and why you guys are saving money for specific reasons, for specific causes. So if she has to do her her own hair at home, I think we had this conversation before with somebody on the panel and they're like, oh, well, I can't get five, ten dollars for a haircut. It's like cut your own hair. I mean, why even spend that much if you if- hey, hey, don't be cutting it to my business. Don't be don't be out here letting them <laughs> me. Don't be don't be out here telling these men to cut their own heads, then they gotta come to me to fix it. Let them Look, come to me first. There are men who learn how to cut their own hair. There are women who learn how to cut their man's hair. There are women who lo- who learn how to do their own hair. And I'm not saying like, yeah, they should go to Sweeney, but it shouldn't you should know how to, you know what I mean, get through on the in-between times. Like, you know what I mean? It shouldn't always be something where every two weeks you're going. Um, and and honestly, for a man, I feel like y'all should do whatever y'all want to do. I, I I don't I don't I think that men should have whatever they want. But um, as far as <laughs> in a monthly allowance, I don't know if it's necessarily necessary. If your needs are getting met, like if everything that you need is, you know, you're getting that. What what additional you know do you want? And whatever additional that is, you just communicate about it. All right. Go ahead, mommy three. I don't think that, man, go buy your damn wife a cricket machine, baby. It's so many ways to make some money. I mean, I just feel like most women nowadays, how like most stay-at-home moms are influencers. They know how to make money now. Mm-hmm. Like technology done, like me, I do Amazon, like storefront. Uh, I get sponsor deals with uh, TikTok. I don't even, I just make a video and make money. So it's like it's so many ways for women to make money just sitting at home. So I just feel like nowadays women can put more funds into the household than ever before. Where a man don't have to stress out about yeah. okay, bills, this bill, that like she can fit the um she can fit the bill for household uh products, needs, Sam's Club. It's, you can buy things by the bundle, yeah. by the book. Um so you know, it's just so many ways. Like now I just got into like the Amazon where you scan items and send it to the warehouse. That's money. Like it's it's ways to, to make money. Let me ask you this though. Um in a marriage, mommy three, if that woman's making money, whose money is that? That's our that's our money. 
Okay, I just wanted to hear you say it because you know, cause look, cause, cause she could be like, baby, what you need? You when you open that drawer, uh -huh. it should be some fresh socks, fresh drawers in them. Hey, look, when I'm telling you it to my own surprise, I can remember some months ago, I did a show with Security Boss. I was one of the panelists, and people out here are with split accounts. They got split accounts. They don't even know how much the other person making or spending. So what I was really saying is, it doesn't matter if both people are bringing money into the home. And I think somebody said it, money needs to be set aside. And the reason why I'm making it so women centric is because women own a large part of consumer debt and everything is marketed to you. Everything is marketed to you. So, you, you know, men that are responsible stewards of money, we only spend money in certain categories. Women have an unlimited amount of things they spend money on. All right. So, you know, you got to just say this money is budgeted for what we can actually spend this month. We're saving for this house. We're saving for the kids. What is that? Five twenty nine. Whatever. You know, all of that stuff. So, if the money, if the woman is bringing in money, it needs to be treated kind of the same way, like I was talking about. Because we'll go on Amazon and buy the whole Amazon. We'll just mm -hmm. be up on their shop. Yep. Well, yeah, and you can't hide them packages when they come to the door. Because <laughs> I work from home, I, I see all them shit. Hey, for men, hey, hey, men do it too. <laughs> yeah, some men, yeah, men do. You but, order. Uh, yeah. If you find something to order, just because it's convenient. Yep. I, I, I've been guilty of. It. Oh yeah, I, you know my fetish. I got one. Like I like seeing, I like seeing them uh, packages too. Shit. <laughs> you go looking for <laughs> two more stock for me. I'm not stingy. I spend like crazy, but it's within a certain. Yeah. All right. Uh... Go ahead. Who is that? Oh no. Go ahead, Jr. No. Uh... I was gonna go to Trey Smooth, but you got something. Nah. Yeah. Um to me, I feel like um you should have a couple accounts, right? Um, one for yourself, one for your wife, and just a stash, one to take care of all the responsibilities. Um, if your woman is um at home, right? If she's a a homemaker, that's that's a different story. Uh I don't even think it should be an allowance per se, but just have a stash that she can just go into when she's ready, right? And <laughs> be able to trust her. I think a lot of people don't have those financial discussions. Like they don't even ask what your uh, future wife's credit score is. If you don't know that people are responsible with money, then you probably don't want to get together with them and split all your bills for the rest of your lives. So the first part would be to make sure that you get on somebody who's on the fa same financial page as you and then set it up to where you have some type of trust in there. If they don't behave, then you know you got to do what you got to do. But it should be just to where they have access to it so they don't have to come and ask you all the time because that could be a burden. Like, oh, you want something? And, or, you know, sometimes people just don't feel like asking you. And it might not be a set amount. It might be maybe you made a, a big purchase this month. Maybe you need a smaller purchase now, but you should have full access to it if you're uh, a couple. All right. Uh, go ahead, Mr. Byron. Um, The word a lot. I think the people concocting these questions never been in a real relationship with a person they love because you've been in a real relationship. This isn't even something that's even a fucking thought, like an allowance. Like, no, if it's in the budget and your wife wants it and you could afford it, you're going to get it for it. Like, it's your wife. It's common sense. If it's not taken away from the bills being paid, I mean, you're going to get it for it. Common sense. And like 60% of Americans... Or check, uh, live check to check. 
So majority of people can't even really afford a quote unquote allowance. You just budget things in for your lifestyle. Like, hey, we want to go on this trip in four months. You and her sit down, you go across your bills and you, okay, we can put this aside every month and you pay each other off that way. Now, if she's a stay at home mom, that's a little different. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even say a quote unquote allowance, even in that situation. It's just kind of like, hey, as as things come up that she needs, you can obviously afford it. You're going to get it for. I mean, it's common sense. But to say a monthly allowance, that sounds crazy in a marriage for another full blown adult, especially if she's working. Like, where's where's the rest of your money going going to? How are you budgeting your money? We should be sitting down and, and budgeting together and figuring this out. What can you afford a month? To put aside and what can i afford to put aside she's buying things for you as you're buying things for her it's not like a one-sided thing it's just like hey we're partners and we're doing for each other go ahead now you want to say something yeah i'm realizing that like maybe i should have used more words when i was explaining my stance on it I, I think that sometimes when we think about allowance we like relate it to children right but typically what winds up happening is that instead of it's to like preserve dignity instead of having to put her hand out and ask her husband each and every time she needs to go do her hair or go grab something for the house or whatever she's given a set amount of money and she's responsible for managing that money whether she stretches it out or she's got to figure it out in between or whatever right it's to create a a, a dynamic of respect between a stay-at-home mother and the husband who is a provider right it, it creates a, a level of independence within the interdependence right she's not she's not dependent in the way that a child would be and so i think that that connotation and um viral just kind of triggered that thought by saying like you know like that's something that we do for children it's still an allowance has that connotation but the word still is what it is and i, I think people can learn and exhibit monetary responsibility or fiscal responsibility with an allowance i i don't think it's childish at least i think allowance is more for not in your culture um Inaz, but i think allowance is more for um people who cannot spend money right because i've been with my husband for 10 years and i've been a stay-at-home mom for seven and i've never ever had an allowance and i got the things that i needed or or wanted and within reason um and i think it was mostly because we had our Financial, financial mind, how we wanted to do things, budgeting was kind of the same. Um, I did learn in between time. It wasn't like the perfect situation where we were on the same level, but I never went over and just took a whole bunch of money and spent money and had, you know, a hundred Amazon boxes within the month. Um, so I think it's more like your relationship. Like I never, I never had disrespected in that way. Um, and I never received an allowance. I'm just speaking from experience when I answer this question. I don't think it needs to happen unless your wife just spends a lot of money. Um, and I think kind of that's, that's what Smooth was saying. Like maybe, you know, if you know, you got to kind of set that boundary there. But allowance, no, you just spend within, you know, you just have conversations. You know, you should know you shouldn't be spending $500 on your hair, you know, stuff like that, unless you could afford it. But still, some of that stuff is kind of irresponsible. I think people just need to be responsible with their dollars and it will just last longer instead of just spending money all the time. I think giving somebody an allowance is just their way to spend money. Oh, I have $150 a month. Cool. I'm going to spend Amazon and just buy random stuff. I, I think we're getting caught up on the word allowance 
rather than it being just a personal spending budget. For instance, you got the money set aside for your household bills. Then you got the money set aside for your 401k if it's not already been taken out if you own your own business. Then you got the money set aside for investments. Then the money set aside for vacations. And then and when it's all said and done, you say, okay, here's your personal spending budget. I'll give you this amount. Here's my personal spending budget. And that's what, that's how I look at it. So, you know what I mean? And obviously, if you want to go over that spending budget, then y'all have a conversation. Hey, I want to, you know what I mean? Because there's sometimes, some months you might be like, oh, well, I want to do this. And he's, and, they, and y'all come together and be like, all right, well, we can do that. But I think we're getting caught up on allowance rather than saying it's just a personal spending budget. You get a set amount because that's how the, that's how your budget works. Yeah. Um, I just want to get y'all kind of like a situation. And I can understand when people may not have run into it. But let's just say you do uh, meet a person and you guys get married and she always had her own job. And then she made the decision that she wanted to uh, you know, pour into uh, your vision more. So she gave up her job. That that transition could be something like it's a big deal for her. So, she, so she's not used to um, asking people for money. And so you can and, and, and you may be able to see how she reacts to it or she may feel like she can't do certain things or any little thing that she's would just typically do now she has to ask you so in that instance uh whether you want to say allowance or stipend uh have you want to i mean that shit really don't matter it's just that having her own money so to kind of supplement that change now if you guys if it's always been that way and you guys got married and as it says, 50, 50. And I don't think she would need allowance. She, you guys are having a baby. She's off for three or four months. I don't mm-hmm. think the allowance, but I can see how that can come into play in that particular situation. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds like ego though. Cause why would you feel any type of way to ask your lifetime partner for, for money? If this is a decision y'all came together collectively, like, Hey, mm-hmm. we're going to go more towards this vision. And I know that, you know, I'm going to be the 100% breadwinner. You should feel no type of way asking me for money. That's all ego. That's all self-inflicted because why would why would you feel any type well, of way? Like you, know, some, you know, some women, see, if you're going to be open, you got to be got to be open when it comes to finances because you may not be in a situation where she may not know exactly everything you're bringing in. And so she might be gauging that you may be struggling, maybe you may be taking a hit somewhere, so she don't really want to ask you, and then she, same time, she don't really know how much you're really bringing in. So, I mean, that's why these conversations are important, because mm-hmm. if you open it all the way up, then you're able to kind of adjust it in all ways, and you won't have these things, like... Yeah. I'll say this as another married, like, as a married person, people think, so I told y'all, it's news to me that most people keep their money split. But it's not it's not an easy process. And what what it really comes from is women having the ability to make their own money. Right. So men already kind of understand that our money will always be used for whatever is needed. Right. It's the seed it's the foundation. But that particular transition is rocky. The first time, you know, we were we were talking about it. And my wife got too excited, right? And was just like, well, maybe we shouldn't do it. And I'm, and I'm looking at like, with the money that I make, like, oh, you telling me? Like, you know, so it's, it's always, it's not smooth. I don't even ever want to pass it off. Like, it is a smooth transition. Everybody's, it's going to be really rocky at first, unless you're used to it already, right? So, and it's really just getting used to the fact that 
you can actually trust this person to be a person of their word or a man of their word who's going to give you what they say they're going to give you. Um, that's that's going to deliver when they said they were going to deliver. And, and that's how it, it smooths itself out. Right. Because when you when someone's not spending, that's why I talked about responsible stewardship. Right. So if somebody is an irresponsible stewardship or steward with their money. You you're going to you're going to be uh, what do you call it reserved on letting them have free reign at yours. So, yeah, that's why I think it always what no matter what we want to call it, it's always going to be a kind of allowance. And over time, y'all will find a, a stride that works for y'all and, and get through it. But it's hard. Hey, yeah. Mike, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You said you said it's always going to be rocky. My question no, is. I said it's, it's always rocky in the beginning. If no, you're not I, used yeah, to yeah. It. yeah, I'm saying. But why does it have to be rocky? Why can't it be smooth? Because like, women make their own money. And, and, and it's and I'm telling you, I don't think it's it's usually due to the men. If the woman is trying to tell the man what to do. With his money, it's a problem. If the man is, well, this is where I think it's really a problem. If the man is now trying to tell the woman what to do with her money, remember, this is a right women just got. They just started making their own money. They just started working. And as we can see, women are really feeling themselves. So they don't understand that in a traditional relationship, we just don't spend. We just don't have separate accounts. That's detrimental to a lot of things. You know how much money she makes, but when it's time for y'all to get a house, you'd be like, you make 70,000 a year, but your account has $329 in it. Like you see, if you don't talk about these things, <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's going to be rocky, bro. So I'm, I feel like it can be smooth though. I feel like you can make it smooth. I feel like a lot of these problems is self-inflicted and it's all because people living in their egoic mind. Like you got to, you have to let the ego go. Once you come in a partnership, like a marriage, there can, there's no room for ego. So if you still have those type of problems, to where you even scared to even talk about your finances, that's an issue in itself. There's no reason we go to buy a house and, oh, shit, you got $700 in your account? You got a problem with your marriage right there alone. Because how you didn't been noticed? It's a whole process that goes into buying a fucking house or something making a purchase that big to the point where you just now yeah. find out we've been assigned to ink. Oh, shit, I only got $600. <laughs> Bro, you got a whole nother problem. Uh, not, not only do we now definitely you should have talked about it way before the house that would be crazy but what i'm saying is that even in i would i would actually guess bro that people do not talk about this until they're engaged i guarantee uh -huh. yeah. it's yeah. not like they're talking about this in the dating phase until they are engaged they will not have this conversation That's or, or if they go to premarital counseling because in yep. premarital yeah. counseling they will bring that up so i've um, seen pictures of premarital counseling people looking people at the other that. person's head like what the <laughs> but look yeah. if a lot of people talked about it a lot of people's personas would be deflated they wouldn't be able to act like i think it, i think it may just be you know a little bit is? uncomfortable i don't i don't i i yeah. think that when you're talking about finances that's something that's very touchy for some mm -hmm. people mm -hmm. and if they're not comfortable with talking about it or if they're not comfortable with sharing what they have or Maybe where they, you know, um, where where they slack at, or where they're not, you know, too strong in, mm -hmm. um, and and that's where you know your your the person that you're with is supposed to, you know, help you out. You're supposed to be helping each other out in that in that sense. But I think those initial conversations are hard because, um, in the situation that Jr. gave with, you know, someone completely giving up what they were doing to then follow you know, their, their guy with, with his dream and his vision, then you're talking about a different level of trust. 
you know, it's not just emotional trust now. Now it's financial trust. And I think we want to say, oh, well, I trust you. But there's different sectors of trust. And um, I think being comfortable in that trust with with someone. So I don't I, I, I not to say that it's not ego. Um, I think it could just be some people just don't want to be naked like that in, in front of other people and which they shouldn't feel that way. But that's also up to the person that you're with to say, hey, look, we're in this together. And if we're going to do this together, then if you need to raise your credit score, if that's something that you need to do, then, hey, look, let's scratch out this. Let's not do this. Let's pay this card off. Let's pay that off, you know, so we can be where we need to be. But that that takes two, you know, selfless people as well. You know that you know what there's a, there's another issue. Um, like viral way podcast was saying, right? Um, a lot of people are living check to check, mm-hmm. right? Now that's embarrassing to present to your partner, especially as a man, what it will do to him personally, to his ego, to have to explain to his wife or future wife, hey, listen, it's a real struggle. And men sometimes don't even want to burden their lady with the additional stress that we deal with as men you like listen if i'm supposed to be responsible for the finances then i'm gonna be responsible for the finances this is not gonna be your worry this is not gonna be your part you don't ask me for the help on your side so i'm not gonna make you try to help me or even worry about or stress about it like i would because most people are broke unfortunately and it's an embarrassing thing to talk about if your finances are crappy it is what it is and that's a, that's why the comf- that's why the conversation is so uncomfortable to begin with. All right, I want, there you go. Go ahead. I want to get to Penny. Go ahead, Penny. Um, I think that um, people need to focus more on the savings than the allowance. I feel like um, if you do have all your bills paid, all expenses paid, and you do have a fund for like emergencies, if you focus on your monthly or your yearly savings, then I, I don't think spending would be a problem. Trying to control what somebody spend, how much they spend, how much money they need this month, how much money they need next month. I think that's too much for two individuals. But if you have a personal, your personal savings goals and you guys focus on personal savings goals, then I don't think it'll be a problem. Hmm. I also wanted to add up like the power, the power dynamic of it too. You know, some men, uh, some men do switch up, you know, and when they get that power in there and they know that their woman is relying on them a little more, their wife is relying on them. Uh, sometimes they may, they may try to use that against them. Yeah. I think it gets really frustrating when you um, see someone spending and you know that you got a, a goal to achieve. And you haven't achieved the goal that you want to achieve in a relationship and they're just spending money. But yeah. if you um, really grow in, in savings and you both have your savings, your personal savings goals, then you can spend the excess how you want. And I don't think um, you will complain about what that person's spending. So, so I'm looking at SoFi.com right now about the pros and cons of merging an account in a marriage. And I think I'm going to pick this con right here. It's total transparency. Spending habits become visible. And when I said it was Rocky, this is what I'm talking about. Because the first time I seen how much this lady spent at Sephora, I threw something. <laughs> I, when I saw Alta Beauty, what the hell are you buying in there? You you spent five minutes in there. You see what I'm Sugar saying? Circle. So it is gonna go back and forth, back and forth. Yo, but she's gonna say, How much you spend ever. on that haircut? Yo. How much you spend on Yo. how much you spend on cologne? You know what's funny though? And I will say this. Uh, 
for y'all, for a lot of y'all that sit here and talk about this, and a lot of y'all are talking about the the fact that oh he might do this or he might do that. Most of y'all will never have to worry about that because you gonna have to work. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Majority yep. of y'all are gonna have yeah. to work. Ain't no way out of it. I don't care unless you will out there and you find a dude that makes a hundred and twenty some plus thousand a year. You gonna have to work. You gonna have to work with that. <laughs> so you ain't even gotta worry about this. This conversation ain't even for you, cause you gonna have to work. <laughs> Get your ass out there, cause y'all fought for this shit. All throughout the fifties and the sixties and the seventies, you wanted to get out there and work in the uh, factories with us and work side by side and make your own money. Here we are. Get your ass out there and work. Help pay these bills. Cause we men now, we going golfing with our extra three hours out today. We playing the yeah. video game. We doing everything else because y'all gave us the freedom and I have to solely take care of your ass. Get your ass out there and work. You ain't yeah. finding that millionaire that's going to put $100,000 in your pocket every month. It's not happening. You ain't finding that dude that's going to give you $500 a week to go spend on your hair. It's not happening. Get your ass out there and work. Most of y'all yeah. do that shit right now anyway. So, yeah. I just want to get the mic drop, man. Hit, hit that like button. Also, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We'll get to the meat of the conversation. We know the ladies like the meat. Ow. That being said, before I get into it, I'm going to play this clip and I'm going to go to Enos first. All right, here we go. Uh, final topic of the night is why are rich men the most likely to be cheated on? Why are rich men the most likely to be cheated on? It goes to clip. It's the only city in the world where the women are far more promiscuous than the men. Because what's happened to the women that come to rich cities is they come emotionally detached. They come with the idea that I want to meet a rich man. Now, that woman is completely different to the woman that comes to a city and says, I want to fall in love and have kids. Now, that emotionally detached woman who comes, I want a good life, is never emotionally invested. And here's the mistake a lot of rich men make. They seem to think that if they can support a girl and give her a good life, loyalty is a given. But what they're forgetting is a woman that craves a good life doesn't seek emotional intimacy. She seeks financial intimacy. Any woman who doesn't seek emotional intimacy is far more likely to stray. The most likely to be cheated on is these men that spoil their women because yeah. loyal women want to be spoiled by time. They don't want to be spoiled by possessions. All right. There we go. Why are rich men the most likely to be cheated on? Go ahead, Inaz. Um, I, I don't think she's entirely wrong in the video. Um, I think where I would beg to differ is that the, a man's income doesn't make a difference in that, that space. I think there are men who are emotionally unavailable at every tax bracket. Um, and I think that also people who want to cheat are just going to cheat, Right. The likelihood, sure, is increased if the person doesn't feel fulfilled in the relationship. That goes for men and women alike. But to say that, that rich men are more likely to be cheated on because they are more emotionally available, I don't know about that. I think that the, the Pookies and Ray Rays are, are just as emotionally unavailable. Um, I think some men are good at faking it. I think some men are good at utilizing it for getting what they want. Um, but I don't I don't think that many differentiates men in that factor. Inaz, I thought I thought I heard her say that the women who are going after 
men for like financial stability are actually um, emotion emotionally they're not going to be there and they're going to check out and cheat. That's what that's what I thought I heard. With the the woman is more um, emotionally unavailable if she's looking for a lifestyle to be paid for. So she's going to. Oh, maybe I misheard that. Run it back real quick. Okay. There's nowhere worse than Dubai. It's the only city in the world where the women are far more promiscuous than the men. Because what's happened to the women that come to rich cities is they come emotionally detached. They come with the idea that I want to meet a rich man. Now, that woman is completely different to the woman that comes to a city and says, I want to fall in love and have kids. Now, that emotionally detached woman who comes, I want a good life, is never emotionally invested. And here's the mistake a lot of rich men make. They seem to think that if they can support a girl and give her a good life, loyalty is a given. But what they're forgetting is a woman that craves a good life doesn't seek emotional intimacy. She seeks financial intimacy. Any woman who doesn't seek emotional intimacy is far more likely to stray. The most likely to be cheated on is these men that spoil their women because yeah. loyal women want to be spoiled by time. They don't want to be spoiled by possessions. Yeah, I think that's city girls in a, in a nutshell. Yeah. Like when Carisha says she's a whore. Like, you know... <laughs> It's like she wants the money, but she'll sleep around because she's not really emotionally attached. She's just financially secure. And so in her brain, I got everything I want and need. I'm not really into this guy. You know, I'm not into him for him. But the guy down the street, I actually like him. But this guy, he 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 takes care of me financially. You know, so that's that's what I heard when when she um when she gave her presentation. Yeah. I think it's just the women that I'm sorry, I think it's just the women that the men are choosing because you get if you are a man with money, you can't tell a man how he's gonna spend his money on you. If he spends his money on you and buy you a whole bunch of cars, clothes, get, whatever it is, then that's what he wants to do. How you take it is what the issue is. She's talking about a certain type of, of, of lady. Um, so you just have to pick the right person to know if they are there with you for the money. Or they're there for you, you know, on an emotional bond. Um, so it's not it's not the money, it's it's the person. Here, here's yeah. what's wrong. Here's what's wrong with what she said. First of all, she referenced women going to Dubai. We all heard what the women who go to Dubai do and how those women are treated. These men are not wifing up chicks who go to Dubai for rich men. Like, they're going out there. They, these dudes, yes, they pay for a lot. These women know that they're going to get paid. But they're not out here wifing these women up. It's not even cheating because all you're there for is a good time, not a long time. They pay you all that money for you to do what they need you to do, shut up, sign this non-disclosure, and get the hell out of Dubai. Like, <laughs> like, she like she's basing this off a whole, uh, off a whole culture. And not actually off a a, a, a real wife. relationship. Yeah, these wife, dudes, wife. these aren't wives going to Dubai. That is true. Yeah, because yeah. from what I from what I understand, um, adultery in Dubai is punishable, from, like from one to three years imprisonment for adultery in Dubai. I don't know how the ladies getting down over there, but as far as like women who who engage in that type of behavior, it's so many different reasons, right? Um, you got to consider the type of man that is rich, right? He's not going to have as much time emotionally 
for her. He's going to be on his purpose to maintain that wealth. You're not going to have the time to tend to a woman if you're on that level. Right. And secondly, people have to understand that women will purpose you. And if you are the type of dude that's going to lead with your wallet, then that's what the woman is going to see you as. If that is the best attribute that she's going to get out of you, then that's what she's going to see you as. If you lead with your character and they and they learn to love you as a man, that's a different ball game than you sitting here leading with your wallet. And a lot of these men think that that's enough. They never took the time to build character. They don't put in a lot of hard work. They don't hit the gym. They're not doing a lot of things and they're missing a lot of good attributes that are important for a man to have. And they lead with their wallet. And then guess what? She's going to mess with Pookie Ray Ray or Chad. And it yeah. is what it is. You're going to have to deal with that. Okay, smooth. You you good enough for just a uh, fucking on the first date. You got you smooth. No, no I appreciate you. Y'all caught me on a good day. I think that's a crazy claim to say rich men are most likely to be cheated on. I, I don't. Yeah, I no, it's that. not. That's a crazy okay. claim to say. I would say men who wife women with a character flaws most likely to be cheated on because for a woman to cheat on a man she's in love with and and um, committed to, she has a serious character flaw because women aren't wired like men so typically when a woman is in love with a man or committed to a man she's not gonna cheat on another man now you can sit here and say oh well he's rich he's in his purpose and probably not available so he ain't gonna have time so she's gonna stray although that can add to it but for the most part she has a character flaw from the jump it don't matter if she was dating a rich guy or a dude flipping burgers at mcdonald's if she's cheating she's cheating like it doesn't matter like women cheat it's just Especially in today's society, like she said, uh, women that go after rich guys are more emotionally detached. Women in general in 2023 are more emotionally detached than they were in the past. So it's not fair to just say, I'm going to say fair. It's just illogical to say a rich guy is going to most likely be cheated on because I know some dudes up the street that's getting cheated on every fucking day. Because I'd, I'd have been the guy that was fucking their girl. So, I mean, what? they far from rich. I'm so glad you said that because I was just going to use that as a good example of why most rich men get cheated on because they have men like you who love to have <laughs> sex with, with people wives. No, I'm, you didn't. Keep no, it you didn't. No, you didn't. I'm going to keep it real. Men love it. They love it. They love smashing somebody else's woman. They, they're just something that they like to do. They get a kick out of it. But the reason why, like you said, you say you know women. So women are emotional creatures. And we have said this plenty of times on these panels that rich men have options, right? So most of those men are too busy exercising those options. You know, they hitting up old girl, meet me at the hotel, fine wine down to her. But the wife, she don't, they, yeah, they don't be fucking a wife. They don't. And sometimes that man out there cutting that grass, Look, look good. She fucking a man. I don't know. Have, have you have, have you tried out the grass man, mommy? Not Reed? the pool man. Not the pool boy. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying the pool boy. And don't let her be in her forties. Oh, they say the women in their forties be real horny. And you got these, you got these men out here. These rich men, they be out here with with them twenty year old and that that four year old wife. You think she out there? Um, just being a housewife, she fucking everybody. <laughs> All right, so there was something I was reading. Uh, it was kind of talking about who cheats more based on income and whatnot, right? Yeah. And I came across something interesting. It said uh, 
Do rich men cheat more than poor men? There is no evidence that suggests that they do. In fact, after controlling for a variety of different effects, it seems that there is very little connection between income and cheating men. Interestingly, though, the real effect of income on cheating is with women. Poor women are significantly more likely to cheat than wealthier women. So who are the cheaters? Men are, but no one, but not one particular type of man. Women are too, but predominantly women who are young and poor. One possible explanation for this behavior is women is that they are using cheating as a way to shop for a better long-term partner. Or another explanation is that there uh, is biological where they're shopping for the best genes. This makes sense if they can do better in the market for sperm than they can and they will. It could also be just that wives of poor men have less to lose if they are caught being unfaithful. Speaking of sperm, Robin Baker, his book, Sperm Wars, The Science of Sex, says that while 10% of all men, regardless of income, are raising children who are not their own, that number goes up to 30% for men who are in the bottom of the income distribution, and it drops down to 2% for men who are in the top. So if you think that cheating imposes hardship on families, particularly on children, then you have to agree that that taking a look at the particular group of cheaters has to be worth the while. So in, other words, so in other words, broke men get cheated on more. Yeah, so I'm a I'm gonna add to that. I, I'm not even sure if it's it's a rich man poor man thing, but I guess in some sense, especially in the West, because I I think she used the wrong example. In the West, yes, rich men will probably get cheated on simply because they make poor choices in women. It used to be that a man with a lot of money knew the value of his entire brand, and he would only choose a woman that would be able to uphold the image of that brand. Now these dudes are stupid. Zion Williamson out here paying a woman he should definitely smash for free. I'm sorry. If I, if yeah. I had Zion Williamson money, are you smashing me because I'm Zion Williamson. I'm not paying you a damn thing. So these dudes are making dumb decisions. So I would say they're, they're literally falling for the same superficial. They, they have the same superficial tendencies women have. So now it's all about clout. It's no longer about upholding your brand. These dudes think they're bulletproof and they, they want to be projected outwardly to the community like somebody who's a player, right? But you don't actually need that. Like, I'm telling you right now, if I was a dude with $200 million, I would have like an ambassador's daughter on my arm or something. You would barely ever see her. That woman would barely ever talk. Hello, how are you? You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what do you want to do? Whatever you like. And you, you bark yeah. like a dog. Like, you, I would have that type of woman. Dead ass. These so these men are these men are a little different though because this is like the first generation of wealth, right? Like there are things in place for people who have always had money. There's grooming involved. They teach you yeah. how to select women and all this. This guy Zion Williamson, his family, I don't think nah, any of them right. really had that type of money, so they don't know what the hell to do with it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? This wasn't really supposed to happen to him, and then it did, and he's behaving like a man who this was not supposed to happen to. Mm -hmm. he's just blowing it and he has no experience and he has no positive role models in his life to pull his coat and tell him yo bro you out here bugging chill out no, and that's, that's this is the result of it y'all get that man way too much credit a, a lot of these rich dudes be cornballs so a lot of yeah. these like a lot of the women that have actually been interviewed who done cheated on rich guys been like it was boring so even mm -hmm. though they had the lifestyle that they that they wanted financially the actual relationship between her and him was boring. boring. So a lot of them, mm -hmm. they pick these guys for the lifestyle. They get the lifestyle, secure that. 
then they go cheat with the guys they really like, the bad boys. You know what I'm yep, saying? Like exactly. So I'm gonna use your money now. I'm gonna drive your bins to the hood. I'm gonna go get Hookie and Ray Ray, and it's exciting over here. And he breaking my back. Like, dude, ain't even. Funny. You know what I'm saying? That's Barry, what I say. But oh, I feel like middle yeah. class man. Like money, money can't uncorn a cornball. A lot of these no, never cornballs with money. Like Zion Williams, as you can see, he probably never even really dealt with too many women. Like you said, I'm worth two. No, nah, there's no way. I wouldn't even be fucking something that looked like that. Y'all really no. think Zion like, Williams like a didn't deal with women? <laughs> Hell no. That Zion Williamson probably been getting ass since like 10th Bro, grade. Not paying, not paying something like that. That's he ain't even getting that. He from South Carolina, bro. He ain't even getting that type of ass. Y'all, really, come on now, man. This dude is he's an NBA ball player. You listen, was, man. The women look like the men where he from, man. He ain't even getting that type of ass. I wouldn't give a damn what he was. He paying that thing a hundred thousand dollars to fuck and you Zion Williams? Nah. Yeah. I wouldn't take that for free. Look, I look at it like this. I'm sure, like, you can't. Looking at Zion Williamson, this dude is an NBA player. That means he was arguably one of the best ball players at his school. College, yeah. At college, at school, all the way up into the NBA, and he became lazy. He was one of the best ballers in the country. That dude got yeah, ass. He just slapped money on it. And the thing yeah, is, and the thing is, is that Peggy Sue. I, I ain't gonna sit here and say that he's very picky with the amount of, with the type of ass he get. However, I'm sure he pays a lot of different women money for that. Somebody that had experience. She just happened to be the one to speak. His actions is showing he didn't. Look who he's paying. It's not even well, She's a stripper, right? I'm, I'm going to tell you what. Girl stripper? Cool. Oh, she's, a corn, she's a corn star. Okay. So maybe he got bored. No, nah, you know what? You could tell he was never really familiar with any type of. He doesn't have any charisma. He never developed any game. People who get. Women, just because they have money or have clout or have a skill at one thing, will never know how to deal with women. His entire approach was wrong, and it always worked anyway because women never rejected him because of the status. So you can't get better without rejection. Anything that we ever get better at, we have to take some L's in first. He never had time to build it. Because he was never rejected. He was probably nice since he was ele elementary school. And he and any female he wanted, he was able to get them without ever developing any game. So he would never actually acquire any skill on how to engage with women ever. And he's probably going to suck forever. You could tell by the leaked text messages that he oh. had. That he's a great sucker when it comes to oh. women. He's he's doing doing yeah. They, they send in real text messages from their own number. That's how right. you know he ain't got so no damn. <laughs> You ain't never heard of an encrypted uh, encryption app. You never heard of Y'all are giving people way he, too much credit. He's still dumb. I didn't say he was, he was dumb. Love <laughs> being a narcissist. Oh, here you go. <laughs> like, I, I guarantee you, we looked at Zion Williams' roster. I'm sure he has a wide spectrum. He cast a wide net. Yeah, he's paying. I'm a lot quite of sure. For yeah, yeah, but that's Man, what people up there do. Shit, hell, even even uh, what's that boy Takashi Six Nine pay for ass? Man, he's so a he's no, a cornball. Yeah, he's he's he, he's not real. They all paying for ass. Wrong. Every last one of them are paying for. Maybe ass. I'm a narcissist then because I think it's your privilege to smash me. That's, I, that's who saying. I would be. Like, every you. last one of them paying for ass. Oh, every last one of them. Every dude that got money up there is paying for ass. 
That's it's that's lucrative. Crazy. They all paying for it. I don't care if they Trey Songs or they Zion Williamson ugly ass. They all paying for ass. <laughs> I'm in the NBA. I'm not paying for nothing. Shit. Hey, exactly. You lucky to be dealing with you me. lucky to Shit. let my sweat drip on you. Like what? That's, the, that's because we're not in the NBA. Then you had all these women. Yo, the old school players never played for that. They story. told you who, who had the stories. Who was the dude? He, he said he had him lined up or snuck in his dressing room and all that. Magic Johnson, been through. who's the dude? Right. Who's the dude that had 10,000? Was it? Um, that nigga paid Will. for a lot of that Will. ass. Talking about Will. I don't think Will so, bro. Will they lining up like that. Ten women in your room, who, which, which one are you going to pay Will. for? All of them or none of them? He may not have paid for all of that ass, but he paid for some <laughs> ass. All <laughs> the of one them. That, the one that they keep getting <laughs> All of just a little bit. They all they make, you think they ain't gotten pro they, they all of them hire them. They all yeah. hire them. Paul they didn't didn't Paul right Pierce just say he hired the chick that was sitting he right said, next yeah. to him? <laughs> yeah. And, he, and, and then he's trying like, to call in another one. <laughs> he said, let's call him some work right now. <laughs> I think the thing I don't understand is like then y'all get them pregnant. Like what was what the point? Oh, of, like, like why are y'all doing Well that's what happens when you don't use protection. You know, that just says a lot about, yeah, I'm gonna say that just says a lot about him because we're looking at the porn star that's trying to ride him out, but you also got to look at the woman he got pregnant too, right? She, so, yeah, like, so it's a viral point, you know. It's it, a porn ball, that's what I'm no, saying. It, it, look, it's, it's, a it's a dangerous game that this is why you don't play with ratchets and you damn sure don't play them out, play with them out loud like, like that. Because I, I think once you start, like, people be like, oh, why don't you wear condoms? Listen, um, you got to understand the mastery and the nature of women. Like you, you see what I'm saying? I think every un, most unprotected sex encounters are literally initiated by the woman. I'm telling you, they are. They know how to get you. This is what these women do for a living. They are professional trappers. Like they're literally. He probably wore rubber a few times. You know. Then, then you wait till he about to climax. He be like, uh, uh, take it all. Like literally, that's a ninety-seven. There's a ninety-seven percent chance a dude gonna be like, man. Hold on, Drake even Drake didn't he get a porn star pregnant? He did. He did. They all done dealt with porn stars, IG models. They deal with them all. They cast a very wide net. They deal with local girls, not so local girls, porn stars, IG models. Shit, if, if crackheads wasn't the biggest, wasn't the big ass problem, yeah. they probably would have dealt with them too. These I dudes, think Drake, I think Drake <laughs> every, that don't mean you got game though. That does like not scientifically, mean every chemical that relaxes you is going through your body, which is another way of saying that it makes you stupid. So all, and then if yeah. you're drunk on top of that, all the women got to do, like, that's what I'm saying. If you popular like that, it doesn't even have to be somebody with money. Dudes from the frat can tell you this stuff in college. When you popular like that and a woman want, she basically want to claim you, she going to wait till y'all get going and she going to start giving you the whole rap sheet in your ear. I've been tested. I want to feel all of it. You just sit there like, God damn, like. What they will initiate that <laughs> get what they want. They're gonna get what they want. We can't we can't put all the blame on the ladies. Michael B. Jordan. No, Michael not B. on the Jordan. ladies. I'm just saying, like when these dudes they will get what they want of it, like eventually they know these young boys are stupid like that. Michael they, B. They Jordan, do. Michael B. Jordan is probably arguably one of the, the, the hottest uh actors that have came out in recent years, right? He he on everything, right. And that dude got with a chick that was a known man eater. Yeah, that 
Yeah, she was a known man. Look, the one. So she ain't y'all ain't out here calling her a man either right now. I mean, I'm just saying, like, but it. But Get them and then leave them. So you know she signed one with them. Meal them NDA, the like you know you had to sign like them forms to yeah. be with her, right? I don't so, think they they do I think that's all publicity. Like, so that's what I'm with. saying. So I really think mm -hmm. that most men trying to get with her because they're curious because. You don't know what she do exactly. In these, like, no. these dudes do not discriminate. They don't care. No. They curious. <laughs> she is a symbol. That that's all that woman is. is a right. symbol. Yeah. Exactly. She's yeah. just like oh, and these don't even matter. She violated it. Stormy Daniels, same thing. She signed the NDA. Yeah. Still told on Trump. Like they don't like NDAs. You don't yeah. think they all got paid at some point? But these Trump be with it though. I like the way he get down. He died with the lie. Most of these idiots, yeah, you got to do these idiots will text the woman back. Trump like, I don't know this woman. I don't know this woman. I've never seen this woman. The bees like that. You ever seen? You ever seen Donald Trump caught up in no text message scandal? I think, but I don't know this woman. Side guys, though. Side side dudes keep it quiet. They they'll go Why you gotta tell me? Yeah, and that's the beauty of it, because men don't want to get caught, and they want to keep it going. Right, and they and then as soon as they, if y'all don't want it no more, then we just be like, oh, why? Right. It is what it is. Go to the next joint. This is the difference between side. This is the difference between side dudes and side chicks. Side chicks do side chick shit in hopes of getting promoted to the man. Right. Side dudes like, don't give a shit. Match. The whole goal was just to get the ass. So right. once they get that, they cool at their spot. They not trying to become your husband. Men, men make the best side pieces, bro. This is why this is why this whole this argument about oh men cheat more. No, men just make the best side pieces. You will never hear a man mess up a good situation. Talk about you think I want you in my house so you can cheat on me like you do this nigga. No, <laughs> a woman will say, Meet me on Wednesday here. Shut up, don't tell nobody. And he's there. He gonna be like, What? That's it. I don't gotta take you out. That's it. That's all you do. want. All you doing that for life until you break Dream. it off. You're doing that. So Mr. Viral uh, the viral way podcast. Yeah. So yeah. now from now on, when I see you on the podcast, I know you a certified sad dude. So don't be your so don't, don't be put don't be don't, don't be those accusations. Y'all be careful with the accusations, man. You can't. Yeah, that was my past life. <laughs> <laughs> He's been delivered. Uh, yeah, hey, man, I We're gonna call them side ninjas. They ain't saying nothing. <laughs> like, I wanna I wanna go ahead and squeeze in one more topic, man. We a little early. Wanna squeeze in one more topic and then we'll get up out of here, y'all. It's, it's not midnight, Mommy, You're on Central Time. It is. It's it's midnight. It's a midnight on Eastern. Uh, we're Central when we're hanging with Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our time zone don't matter. It was a fair I ran across where he said, "Don't take shit personal." I've been I've communicated uh, with you already, so I'm gonna go ahead and play this clip. 
Get your gas thoughts. And you giving me space. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm telling you is if you see me act in a particular way, I'm not going nowhere. I'm just saying how we were rocking hard, mm -hmm. super hard. I'm off of my pivot right now. You get what I'm saying? I'm not in my prime in the game right now. I'm getting the cold sweats. I might have been sitting on the bench a little bit too long, so I need a little minute. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I need my. I need a little minute to wrap back on up. I need the Gatorade. I need. The, I need. I need the power juice. You get what I'm saying? But we still in the game. I'm just saying when it comes down to me extra being on you, how I'm normally on you, I'm going through my own thing right now, so I need a little bit more time for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm still giving you time, but I need a little bit more time to myself. So ultimately, I'm not backing off of you. But what I'm saying is, give me a little space here. Mm -hmm. So if you see me not on you, don't take it personal. That's what I'm saying. So it, that's that's not a point in time to, to, to personalize it, get defensive, regardless of if you're an emotional creature or not. You need to check that shit. Yeah, that's true. Check but, it. Uh, what is it? Because you're saying you're giving me space. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. What I'm telling you is if you see me act in a particular way, I'm not going nowhere. I'm just saying how we were rocking hard, mm -hmm. super hard. I'm off of my pivot right now. You get what I'm saying? I'm not in my prime in the game right now. I'm getting the cold sweats. I might have been sitting on the bench a little bit too long, so I need a little minute. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I need my I need a little minute to wrap back on up. I need the Gatorade. I need the, I need I need Audrey, the power juice. Audrey, you get what I'm Audrey. saying? But we still in the game. I'm just saying when it comes down to me extra being on you, how I'm normally on you, I'm going through my own thing right now, so I need a little bit more time for myself. Mm -hmm. I'm still giving you time, but I need a little bit more time to myself. So ultimately, I'm not backing off of you. But what I'm saying is, give me a little space here. Mm -hmm. So if you see me not on you, don't take it personal. That's what I'm saying. So it, that's that's not a point in time to, to, to personalize it, get defensive, regardless of if you're an emotional creature or not. You need to check that shit. Yeah, that's true. Check but, it. Uh, what is it? Ooh, who's that lady's voice? All right. <laughs> Yo, dude, dude's got to stop with these metaphors. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Bro, I'm still lost. I'm I thought first Yo. I thought he, he was talking about, oh, I was like, so y'all getting ready for round two. So you just right. need some having sex, right? And I'm like, oh, no, he talking about the relationship. Yeah. Yo, I know what he was saying. I completely agree with him though. And I think that women should take the time to step back and learn a man in his silence, honestly. Um, I know a lot of women will say, Oh, I want him to talk and I I and like she said in the video, but you said you need space. Get that man some space. Like maybe he just needs some thinking space. Maybe he just needs to figure it out. Maybe he just is taking his time to process. And I think sometimes women we want men to be so far up our asses sometimes where it's just like he just he needs his time too to 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 think things out and don't take it personal because if he's not walking out the door and saying i don't want to be with you no more then that just means he just needs a little bit of space and that's okay we don't have to take everything i think that's when women turn into little children and we're like but why aren't you talking to me and why aren't you laying with me? And we're in the same room. And why won't you talk to me? I always, I say there's, there's never anything. I'm okay with a good awkward silence. It's not awkward to me. <laughs> it's not awkward to me. Like, you know what I mean? Some people will feel awkward because they're not filling that space with something to say. And sometimes silence is okay. It's okay to sit in silence. It's okay to be silent. Um, but I, I completely understood what he, what he was saying. And I think that sometimes 
um, that is needed for you to know your person because your person doesn't always have the words right then and there for you. And that's where you have to be a little bit comfortable in the unknown, trusting that the known will, will make itself known. And it's but how it's you not, communicate it's not on your time all the time. It's how you communicate it as well, because I think if, if you need space, it's how you let that person know, you know, what's going on um, with you. You can't just, you know, be on and then the next minute you off and you don't tell them what's going on. And you're saying, I, I was I was having space. I needed my own space. But you don't let them know what's going on because it was on the flip side. And um, a woman wasn't giving a man that affection and that attention. And she just said, I, I needed space. And she just went and had her space and didn't communicate that with him. It would be a problem. So I think it's how it's communicated to that person. I think um, this is one of those situations where I hate, I mean, I hate to use the term modern women so much, but it just fits. It just fits. A lot of them have not been taught anything or they, they haven't even been taught to focus on men at all to understand what things mean, to understand anything about our demeanor and what you have to do. Unfortunately, that's a byproduct of them not growing up with fathers, unfortunately, and so I think a lot of women are trying to make up rules as they go on how they interact with a man based on how they feel, how they what they want from him in a particular time. And I want this. So you're supposed to provide it for me. I've seen a lot of women learn that the hard way. And it's usually to the detriment of the entire relationship. A, a dude usually has to go off and say, I need space or exaggerate that particular you know, need for that. And then, of course, you're going to hurt her feelings. Now you got to patch her up after, you know, so I think that's that's really what it is, is that women weren't really taught how to interact with men, what things mean. He's not isolating you because he doesn't love you. He literally like that's how men process. You got to you got to think, especially with me. I don't talk. Ninety nine percent of my problems are processed with a, a Corona, a sit down and a look at the TV. Ninety nine percent of my problems. I learned to fix myself. In fact, I'll sit with it and realize it's not even a big damn deal in the first place. So I think women are so caught up in being what you need because they need to process verbally so much. I don't like talking, as a matter of fact. I don't. I don't talk to my own family on the phone. Text me. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. But Can, uh, I, respond? I, heard, Can I respond to that real quick? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I heard funny. the Lapeep Network got a one African limit, so I'm going ju to jump down and I'm going to see y'all. <laughs> oh, we got two. <laughs> Two African limits. I'm gonna drop that. No, we got three. That's JR. Oh, four. Sorry, my bad. Let me yeah. respond back to um my brother Trigger Mike. Well, that guy with well, the video play is nothing but a New York City playbook. <laughs> when talk about women don't know how to stay focused. The problem is a lot of these brothers, I was told back in the hoods, stop giving these women yes. too much eggplant. When you get it too much. Yes. What? <laughs> when you give a woman too much eggplant, they get too possessive because they don't get the daily dose as they want it. So when you get their space and the space a little bit too long for them, they will start asking, "What the hell is going on? What did I do? Is it me, or you talking to somebody else, or the someone in your crib?" Even though you're trying to build yourself up, the problem is you overdid it the first couple of times. This is why we have we have people to call possessive females. Whereby you could be at work talking to a female that think that's your new girl. Who are you talking to? Who's she? What are you all talking about? 
X, Y, and D. And I noticed that because when the guy was speaking the terminology, I was like, oh, boy, this is 1997 again. The same playbook. I've heard it. And I know a dude who had that same playbook juggling four girlfriends. One in the Bronx, one in Brooklyn, one in Queen, and one in Staten Island. You wonder why he hasn't got caught yet. Mm. All right. Spry, what you got? Are you on the phone? Spry, you there? He's on mute. You muted. Uh, oh, we're one. I, don't um, think, I think he. Yeah, might I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can. Can you he hear got me? Got a delay. Yes. Wait. Okay. Um. The CBN. So the reason why, like, they don't know about each other because they're they're all in significantly different sections of the city. So um, that guy is smart. Um, two, why do we keep talking about women like they're like aliens, like they're some like other creature? Again, we're we're different. And in my personal opinion, it's uh, in the West. The reason why you're seeing the problems and issues between men and women is because we're in a progressive society and we're trying to keep up with what is socially acceptable and it's conflicting with how we are naturally. But women like as far as like, yo, a immature woman, yeah, is probably gonna be because, like, guys, we know we know what we're talking about when we say, you know, yeah, she's gonna be mad about this, this, and that. That's an immature woman. If you get a good girl, even if you get a good a good woman under your belt or whatever, if she's younger, it's gonna take some time. She's gonna have to get over that. That comes with time and age. Again, just deal with women that are worth the time, and you won't have to work like those those other problems, these other things that we talk about. They won't be a factor. They won't even need to be talked about because if you know what to look for, you're not going to deal with those issues. There's going to be bumps, especially when it comes to people's age. I'm younger. I would argue I'm probably the youngest person on the panel. I don't know. But, yeah. The younger women are going to take more time the same way that younger men are going to take more time with, in certain areas. This particular thing, it sounds like a thing where it's immaturity, but it's immaturity to where if someone is worth the time, you can work with it and you'll get over it. And if you're a man, you should deal with the little annoyances that come in life, whether it be from your lady, work, etc. That's all I got for now. All right. uh, I'm going to say something before I leave, before I leave that, before I hop cool. off. Um, I just think, because um, at first when he was talking, I was like, at what, like, where is this relationship, you know, at? Like, how long was this relationship going on? I thought at first I was thinking that he was talking about, like, you just getting to know someone and you kind of like, you know, stop talking to them or something like that. But anyway, I just feel like if you have an argument with your partner man woman however y'all want to say it i just don't feel like a woman should just try to make him like talk to her after they just had an argument i just feel like it's time to kind of like go you know go in another room or this and that I, I i hate when i hate when my friend girls do that to their men like y'all just had a big argument why are you trying to you why are you trying to like let him cool off like Go do something. Go do something else. Go wash some clothes or something. And then let him think about it. Like, I feel like a lot of women don't let men think about it and process the argument that they probably just had, which probably be silly at the end of the day. 
So I just really feel like it's all, and I just feel like you shouldn't even be with nobody. That's why, like, they would do that, and it would if it's stressful to even have a, a um, what it is. I don't know. I'm sleepy, Jr. Finna drop that. Brilliantly explained. It's the eggplant. What do well you say? I, I I I I do I do believe what CBN is saying for some women because let's just let's just say Penny right you kiss me or whatever we go together right so that's that 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 possessive type of nature that we as women have because we're more emotional that way we're just more emotional that way so it's like when the man ain't talking to us. You know, we think it's it's connected to a sexual type of thing. When it when in reality, he not even think about sex. You know, he's not even yeah. thinking. He he could be having work on his brain or you know issues at at his own home or whatever on his brain. So I do I I can there are some women who get digmatized and they cannot separate um, reality from the the euphoria of having sex with this man you know they yeah, can't I, I think, yeah, they, so I, think- I i can i can understand what you're saying with that but i think there are also some women that just don't understand men and that they don't want to nope. they're, they're committed to misunderstanding men and thinking that when men are silent that they're mad at them they don't want to be with them anymore they you know they're over them when it's just he just needs some some thinking time some yeah, some quiet just, time he just needs so time I have to disagree. I don't think it has anything to do with these women being digmatized. That ain't what they was doing. That ain't what she... Uh-huh. If, your woman, if your woman came in and started fussing at you because you ain't giving her enough time and it ain't got nothing to do with dick, she wanted you to talk to her so she could tell you all what happened at the at the office <laughs> and she want to sit here and talk your head off and you over here thinking about your job like, damn, man, I got to pay such and such tomorrow. Man, I got to go across town because I'm driving trucks and I won't be on the road for eight <laughs> hours tomorrow. God damn, man. What am I going to eat for lunch? And she's like, oh my God, why aren't you communicating with me? I really want to talk to you. She ain't digmatized. She want to talk your damn head off. But some and then women rub do feet, get sexually frustrated. And then rub and then, her feet up against yours and, 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 and put her cold feet on your back what? and have you hold her. <laughs> That's what it really is. It ain't got nothing yeah, to do with that, it. <laughs> we need Trina. Hold on. Trina, okay, what she comes to your door? I'm feeling kind of kinky. No, not tonight. They always wait until you're doing something. They wait until you're doing something. And when that happens, and when that happens, that ain't got nothing to do with dick. It's how dare you do how dare you deny or or turn me down. You know you want this. You like, how dare you care about something else that may be more productive and beneficial for us as a group? Right. Over when, we got, when, we when I when I want to tell video. you about what happened yeah. at the office today, that's how, see, how dare you yeah. ignore me today? Like you how care. dare you want to watch? <laughs> no, not well, like mine. I wonder what I, I want. Wanted. So when when I want to talk about my day or this and that, I just feel like uh, you know, especially if we had an argument or whatever. Let me go back to that, and I ain't gonna lie. If I you know take a shot, he in the bed, he can be still mad, but you know, get the touching and this and that, baby. We're gonna talk about day after we get got done. After I go make that little sandwich, after we or some tacos, after we done did the do. Talk about it. You just confess after you got done. Hey, you're gonna bring it back. Notice, notice how notice what she just did. She used the she used the cat for attention. 
the other kind of attention. It wasn't because she was stigmatized. He wanted to talk, and she gonna come in and say, "All right, since I want to talk, I know he gonna. I know if I, I can get him to talk to no, me, they don't even be wanting to talk. Him. It's it's the audacity. Or put their feet you on your back. Or no, like choosing to talk to, to them first. Ball. That's what it he is. He gotta drain it. He had a rough day. He probably had a bad day at work. He needs to drain. thinking about draining his balls. He's trying to trying Wait, to watch every the game. single day. <laughs> Yeah, say every no, single day because I'm telling you right no. now. I, I work every single day. I'm married. I'm telling you, sometimes when I come home, if she wanted, I'm telling you right now, I'm not always keep it a buck. Anyone who's married, you already know. I'm not sometimes it ain't um, travel, be careful. No, I don't believe in that. They got the boot you now. I don't believe in that. I would be careful. If my wife wanted, yeah, I mean, I gotta, you know, you have to do. It's your duty. It's your duty. I agree. It is my duty, but I'm saying I'm the drink. When you get tipsy, she take control. You know, right now, be careful. I know. Yeah, it's been plenty of times where I was like, "Yeah, baby, I'm tired," and then you know that changed. Oh, it's like she spiked, she spiked your drink, yeah. spiked your food. Yeah, you too young to be tired. Yeah, I got yeah. me young husband up here. You too damn young to be tired. I, hey, I, I, work, I, got me I work all day. We got the 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 the, 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 the baby, the dog, the cat. It's a lot. It's a lot. Well, I'm, 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 I'm newlywed. I've I've been married under five years. Like I'm. Give me a break, like it's it's no, but that's that's real talk. Like, you know, you Again, I I get with it, like yeah, she even if I don't feel like it, she, she already know what to do. I get with Mommy it. Three. How, 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 how do you? How oh, do you really? You sitting in the room trying to watch the game, and you want you want to have a conversation, so you need this. So what do you do? You go up in there. How do you come at them? Nope. She's sitting in his lap, saying. <laughs> Yeah, in her drawers. That's what they do. They wait. She want to walk past the TV half naked, talking about some chilling. Yeah, (laughs) they bend over at a perfect ninety degree angle. Yeah, they know. It's kryptonite. She wear she wear wear a pair of underwear that that you've been wanting her to wear for six months. She ain't worn them all six months. They go come in there with the drawers on. I'm trying to watch. I'm trying to watch the Bulls lose in the playoffs, and here you come. Sashaying in front of the TV, ball that you like. Look, okay. Sometimes the is that you like. Feminize. Sometimes, if that's your man, I just feel like it. If it's your man, you get. I mean, right. It it it's it's all it's fair game. This your household. No one's saying that you're necessarily wrong for feeling a type of way. What we're saying is that there are times where it is very inconvenient and drawling, and then no matter what, it's basically putting a gun. It's a loaded. It's a loaded statement. You put a gun to our head because it's like, oh, I mean, hey, you don't want no pussy. You don't want to spend time with me, and it's like, well, no, I'm not. I don't hate you. You don't have to. That's how they word it. They be acting like no. That's what I'm saying. Like I agree with you. They try to. You gonna come? I'm trying to watch the game. You gonna come? Sashaying in front of the TV, and when I say, "Hey, I got you in a minute after it's, it's halftime," I'll be in there in two hours. Oh, you don't want to be with me? No, I didn't say that. See, I but, don't do no stuff like that. They just nagging. They make them. They don't make your dick yeah. go up all that. Now nah, I'm good like this. When we in the bed and we chilling, everything good. You don't. You the game is off. We in the bed. Hey, that's for a game. <laughs> I can dig it. Uh, That's one thing. I'm talking about when you in another room. You in another room. You got your your Cheetos. You got your beer. You chilling. You just got off work. 
Oh Dang no, no. Yeah, right. Mommy three, mommy three, mommy three walking in the room with the with the with the with the lingerie on. No, no, mm-hmm. no. no what mommy no, is saying exactly what mommy is saying when we get I'm to the bedroom. Bad no, let me get chaotic in there, y'all. <laughs> chaotic, what's going on, bro? I'm all right, JR. Um, thank you guys for allowing me on. I was live streaming uh, for almost eight hours today. I did a double header, I did two shows today. Before I get into the topic, I would just like to ask politely. I'm going to start with CBN and Sweeney. Um, Of course, the darker the panel, the more likely that I will get cut off. So I'm going to ask the darker blacks first. Please allow me to speak without cutting me off. And then to the other blacks, the lighter complected blacks like uh, uh, Spro, please. uh, I, I know you probably won't cut me off because typically lighter complected people and white people don't cut me off. But I would like to talk. About uh, is JR, can I talk about the Zion Williamson topic first, real quick? Yeah, is that yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, out of for real though. Before you go ahead and get started, <laughs> you're proving him right. You're proving him right. Jesus, okay, I will come back your mind. I'm right. Oh, you walked out. I didn't read the back one here. I didn't say a word. Now, I have to interrupt him to back up. Thank you, Jr. I sat here for 20 <laughs> minutes and listened to you blacks talk, and I was quiet and respectful. So hopefully you guys will. Good night, y'all. Come on. Uh, you ain't read the, the back chat, chaotic. <laughs> I'll wait. Okay. Many years ago, many years ago, like all men, I was infatuated with pornography. I'm the chaotic truth, so I'm going to be honest to God's truth with you, or truthful with you. I was addicted to porn. (laughs) Mariah Mills was in her 20s when she first gained a little bit of stardom. I contacted her. I told her that I would be in Las Vegas. Now, I'm being honest with you. This this is not a troll move. This is a honest-to-God story. If I'm not mistaken, this was about 2016. And a lot of these pornographers, they are with companies whether it's Bang Bros, and I don't want to name the name of the rest of the companies because that's pretty lewd and lascivious. But I reached out to her, and she had her number readily available because she does escorts as well, or she did escorts in 2016. So I got on the phone, and I called her. She picked up the phone, and I'm not BSing. I said, hey, uh, Mariah... My name is such and such. I'm going to be in Vegas. I would like to spend a weekend with you. I shit you not. Can we curse over here, JR? I don't know. I haven't been to the Thursday shows in a long time. I shit you not. Verbatim. Seven years ago. This is what she said. 
$500 for the weekend. I swear to God, this happened. I'm Five, not trolling. That's it? I'm not trolling. I'm being truthful. I'm not doing this to go viral. Mariah Mills didn't know who I was, but she was an escort. She was also doing pornography. Now, this was seven years ago. I don't know how much she was making per film, but she said $500 for the weekend. Now, that could have been two days, but she said $500. Now, here goes this young boy. Now, I want to say something real. And I'm going to land a plane, JR, because I know these Negroes probably will cut me off in any, any minute now. First Corinthians 13. Does anybody know this? When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Now, seven years ago, I was a 30-year-old man. But Zion Williamson, who was the number one draft, uh, draft pick in 2019, is a complete and utter idiot. And I don't care how old he is. Here goes a kid. He's gifted by the universe, by God, or whatever you believe in. He's six foot six, supremely athletic, even though he weighs 300 pounds. Can Tomahawk dunk from the foul line? He has a $150, $200 million contract, and he's 22. He's only really played two seasons, even though he's been in the league four years. Here goes a kid who has all the resources available to him, all the mentors available to him, people who are probably telling him, hey, man, you probably shouldn't talk to her. He talks to a female that literally told a nobody, a nothing, a short little goofy looking big head dude, me, because I'm short and I'm big head looking. I have a big head. I'm under six foot. I'm not going to tell you how tall I am. Think about the insanity of this. This nigga is worth a quarter of a billion dollars, and he's getting played by a whore, a whore, prostitute, porn star, or porn. I don't don't think she's a porn star. A chick who told me, a nobody, that she was willing to smash for 500 bucks. Now, you know, but this was years ago, and, and and I didn't go through with it. This just shows you that men, not just black, not just white, men have no standards in this country. Now, look at this. That chick might be pregnant, and God forbid if she is, because now this idiot has to pay this prostitute, this porn star, millions of dollars in child support, because that's what she's going to do. She's not gonna, he's not gonna marry her, and she doesn't want to get married. She's she wants that child support. A chick who's 10 years his uh uh senior, she's what 32, 33. It's the old hag now. But this just goes to show you that there is a fundamental problem in this society, the Western hemisphere. Men need to have standards. He was raw dogging her. What on earth was he thinking i don't care if he was 22 i don't care if he was 32 you don't raw dog a porn star you dummy hell when i was 22 i would listen i ain't gonna lie to you i was into pinky but there's no way even at 22 i would have raw dog pinky as a 
as a short, big head dude right now or as a wealthy man? There's no way in hell. So if Zion is watching this, hey, man, you may kick my ass. Hey, man, but I don't give a damn. But I got to tell you as an older person who's lived life, a chick like that, you, you strap up twice. And maybe you shouldn't even smash her in the first place. But this just lets me know that that, that boy is something that's wrong with him. And it's something that's wrong with the overall society. Thank you guys for not cutting me off. I'm very shocked, but salute to you all. And that's all I wanted to say. Guys, go ahead. Thank you so much. Go, go, go ahead. It did clip into the Buffett Club. JR, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> I was very well. I swear to God. I swear to God. That's how much she was charging six or seven 500? years ago. You took the deal. 500. She took the deal. Yeah. You like if you adjust it like, for inflation, it's probably about uh, at least a good seven fifty now. <laughs> that's still terrible for a weekend. <laughs> of a course week, it is. You know, of course it is. <laughs> Anyone who's willing to hire a porn star for a weekend, you know how many nuts they can get out? Like seven. Honestly, I'm maybe I'm just being. I think you should have took look, the seven. Like, like the five hundred though, more. for real, for real. Five hundred was about probably worth worth that. If you think about it, like seven hundred seven hundred fifty dollars for a weekend, that's almost a hundred some thousand dollars. That's over a hundred thousand dollars a year. How much you but, think she's getting paid for a film then? Like, but like back then, I beg your pardon, sir. I was just asking you back then, was she popular like that in 2016? Well. Listen, I don't know if she was super popular. All I know she was, is she was up and coming. She, she, she was she was in my playlist on Pornhub, and I ain't. I'm the chaotic truth. I I tell the truth about even pornography. She was, she was on my playlist. I had a I had a behavior back then. That's and how I, I know you took that deal. And and, and, and <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying is, I think maybe she was popular back then, but I don't know. But I could tell you this: she, uh, blue cousin, who's my best friend, he's always in my chat. He could tell you I was at his house that day. And I had called her and she picked up and she said 500. And I said, but I never went through with it. She was on your playlist. You oh, called her. Right. Like, that's it. Can I ask you a question? Shame in my game. Go ahead. Were your nickname back there with chaotic eggplant back in the days? No, 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 no. I'm not going to. Really, you know, tell my real name, but I swear to God, like it was. You guys got to remember, these porn stars are not making a lot of money. No, he done not. Uh, uh, Lacey Duvall, no. come on, man, let's let's be honest. Anybody over thirty five knows who Lacey Duvall is. She ended yeah. up being, she ended up uh, going to culinary school. Um, uh, what's that? What, what's the, what, what, who's one? Who's on the Mount Rushmore right now? Uh, Jasmine Cashmere, come on, she's a truck oh, driver now. Yeah. She's a truck driver. Cashmere is a truck driver now. She's a truck driver now. These porn stars are not making thriller for real. You know way too much about these porn stars. That's what. That's why they trap. That's why they trap the way they do. Think on the back end, but I'm not gonna think about it. So think about seven years ago. Think about seven years ago. Mariah Mills was a nobody. Is it plausible to believe that, hey, man, maybe she was charging a thousand a weekend, 750, whatever she can get. 
I mean, if you get a thousand a weekend, that's what fifty two thousand dollars a year. These women, these porn stars are not making any type of bread. No, yeah, no. you get high level pornographers, but most of these people are getting played and exploited by the industry. Just like in, yeah. just, just like the other day, I had a conversation. I'm, I'm going to end it, Jr. Just like the other day, I had an argument with people on my panel. They said that Jada Pinkett got millions of dollars to being set it off. I said, "Are you out of your mind? Jada Pinkett didn't even start making money until she married Will Smith." That woman is not she you somebody said, oh, she got four or five million for being in juice. I said, well, not juice. What? Um, um what's the movie? Uh with Poetic Pink Justice? Po- no, poetic, poetic Justice. Yeah, po- I'm like, poetic, poetic Justice barely, barely made even. That woman probably got twenty-five thousand dollars for that little side role that she did. We are, we are brainwashed as sheep. People who are not in the big who are not in Hollywood, who are not in the music industry, to think that these people are making the to think that these people are making money. Miguel, who played Joanna Man, remember? What was he doing during COVID? He got caught stealing groceries. These people are not making money. So it's this plausible. Happens. I'm telling you, I'm not lying. Mariah Mills said on the phone $500 for the weekend. He turned the truth. With ingested inflation and all that stuff, it may have been $750. And think about it. Most That's people aren't making that. $750 for two nights. Of work, even working a job. Come on, let's be honest. I mean, so think about the guy from Power too. You know, the guy from Power said that he was he was broke. Why he was doing he was doing Power? Yeah. He had a lot of money. And the tech guy, trust me, because he telling the truth. I'm not gonna tell you why right now. Actors are contractors. You know? The production company you know, is starving. Artists is a thing. The production company is making ninety percent. Period. Point blank. Unless you're like a big name, like Will Smith, you do a blockbuster in the billions. Yeah, they you, you, you do. Check. You're in a billion dollar film. Trust and believe you're a real millionaire. But if you're in a film, or you're part of royalties. Yeah, but if you're in a film that grosses two million, but the budget was four million, you probably made thirty four fifty thousand dollars at the most for that film. Let's be honest. They got to pay all and the other looked at as a failure. It's looked at. Yep. The you got to pay your agent as a failure. If you, don't, if you don't even make your lawyers, if you don't make. Oh, I think like half of what or plus the return was like, you got to make what you put in plus at least half and or like 75% of that. The movie's a failure. So I'll say this. Yeah, they don't get in actors or contractors. Uh, yeah, we got to get final thoughts, y'all. Final, final thoughts. Yep. I'm going to say a couple more things to get up out of here. I'll make it quick. Final thought. Dion is a complete idiot. He completely didn't come through because I had to be with chaotic too. When I saw and I heard that the first time saying, Congratulations, you played yourself. <laughs> that I don't know how you do that because he did it from John Morant with the all of a sudden it's a toy gun now. Really? Like is the is the young black generation that damn super stupid? No, I I just think they just they yeah, like everybody else. I mean, you just don't hear about it. a lot of people just being stupid every day, you know. And <laughs> the money don't change don't change where they are. What? He got three baby mamas. I mean, just imagine, like he might have been like chaotic. He might have been watching that woman for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever you are, uh, um, that one number that one fan. Chaotic. Nobody at twenty four is watching Mariah Mills. Not now, <laughs> no. but back then, yeah. <laughs> this chaotic court. He should be blamed for this. Oh, so you'd be surprised, man. I mean, how do you, oh, I, man. when I saw the oh. news story that broke about her, and I saw like the picture, I was like, "Oh, I think I saw her in a you know a film like four years ago." Like I didn't, I, I forgot. Yeah, I, I don't watch pornography anymore. I didn't know what she. Like, I, I, didn't, like, I, 
Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't, know familiar. Town, I didn't know her name. But, like I didn't, I didn't know who she was until but. it came out. The only people that I, I guess, consider mainstream as a porn star might have been Pinky. I did hear Pinky name come up a lot, like growing up. Yeah. So she like was, I she was might have been just about mainstream. Yeah, yeah. So she might have been up on the higher end. She still might not have been making that a lot of money, but no. if you look across the board, as None far of them as no, really, you know, she was she was a highlight. So she probably was able to negotiate bigger bags. Yeah. But they not paid us. All the only reason why Pinky was getting it because she produced a lot of her own films. Not just that, but porn company were getting in trouble with the main industry porn company because they felt like they were over. I I don't know market. I know I'm a tech guy, so I know what was going on. I was laughing about it. I know the women. I don't know the women like that. I don't even watch. I don't know them like that, but I don't even know the news. I don't even go to strip clubs. I'm not going to go to strip clubs. Let me get to these super chats, man. Not anymore. JR, can I address one of the super chats too when you're done? Okay, yeah. Sugar Curl $10 says, What up, everyone? Question for Mommy 3. Can you clarify what you meant when you said you got. Your man to commit that he proposed to you. Oh, real oh, Pookie five dollars says the real Pukisha you married asking for my wife. Uh, MC Heavy Tits four ninety nine says adults should budget. Period. If you're married, both people should know what the bills are and how much money to spend. Shout out to Dave Ramsey. Uh, real Pookie two dollars says trigger Mike Stingy, y'all, but he right. Uh, good deals. Nine ninety nine says, "Okay, mommy three, t- talk that talk on Amazon. Come up. Now that's a good deal." Uh, original everything else is carbon copy. Ten dollars says, "In my religion, the men and women have rights. Oftentimes, in the West, folks don't want to hear women's rights when talking about my religion. But one of the nights, one of the rights we have is for our men to provide." Uh, T.S. Five dollars says that's the problem. You're trying to be individuals in a marriage. MC Heavy Tits. Uh, Heavy Tits again. One ninety nine. So high value men don't exercise their options. MC Heavy Tits again says I'm old because I didn't know Zion what a trick before the story. MC Heavy Tits again. Four ninety nine says trigger you wrong. I had a dude that looked that took the condom off in the middle of it, but he didn't tell me. That until two weeks later. Uh-huh. <laughs> he gave me my space, but he did not saying that when he repeated it back to him. A word I hear. Real Bravo. Bravado Network. Shout out to the brothers Trigger Mike and Chaotic. Real Pookie $5 says Trigger, talk to us all, but wifey can get the same attention, make it make sense. And this is why our women at work husbands almost there, folks. Trish Man, a rebirth to us says some women aren't fun to be around, just fun to be in. MC Every Tits again says if you want space that lasts longer than two weeks, we broke up and I'm no longer emotionally invested. MC Every Tits again said this is how you know Chaotic don't know what he's talking about. This is about. the one I want to approach. He's the star of Jason's lyric. I'm going to come back to that. I'll be, lastly, I watched porn and never thought to get people's names. All right, here you go, Chaotic. Uh, MC Heavy uh, Tits. I don't know you. I don't know if you're a good or a bad person. doesn't really matter. 
but you may be young, you may be naive. Jada Pinkett has never been a star. You know what a star is? A star is an individual who has global impact. In sports, LeBron is a star. Michael Jordan was a star. People who have a global influence in media or entertainment. Will Smith was a star because his products, his films have grossed over. I don't, I don't even know the number, but I know his films, every film he's been in. But the combined total is in the billions. Jada Pinkett, not even close by a long shot. Jason's lyric. Jason's lyric had a supposedly seven million dollar budget, which is BS, and supposedly made twenty million. Let's be completely honest. Jason's lyric had no white fan base, no Asian fan base, no Hispanic fan base, no global fan base. So those numbers may be heavily inflated. And I'll tell you this: let's assume Jason's lyric had a three million dollar budget. I would, I would bet that they probably play, paid that woman at that time maybe a hundred thousand and that's maybe. a lot of these actors and actresses are not making the money that, that you think that they are Jada has never been a star the world is bigger than black people and black people ain't dumping money into a lot of these films and they never have if they did, Tyron Turner, who, who was uh, the, the, the star in Menace to Society, would be a multimillionaire. But Menace to Society was black popular. It was hood popular. It wasn't global popular. It wasn't even national popular. White, you, you think white people were watching Menace to Society? Stop it. The same thing goes with Jada. Jada was never a big star like that. You know who was a star, though? La Queen Latifah. Set it off? Wasn't nobody watching Set It Off because of Jada. They were watching it because of Queen Latifah. She had the stardom. She had the juice. Oh, yeah, let's go watch Set It Off because Jada's in it. Said no one ever in 1995. I watched Set It Off because of Bone Thugs and Harmony was on the soundtrack and because of Queen Latifah. So Jada was not the star. I mean, she may have been the star of Jason's Lyric, but nobody watched Jason's Lyric other than hood niggas. Let's be completely honest. Jason's lyric was nothing more than a 1994 Tubi movie. Let's be honest. I'm not trying to dog it. But MC Heavy Titch, you're wrong on this one. The only reason why we know Jada is because of Will Smith. You know why we know Will Smith? Because Will Smith had blockbusters. I don't know how old you are, but I was a kid in the 90s. And I can tell you, Independence Day, Men in Black were billion-dollar films. So obviously, they're going to pay the star of that movie 15, 20, 30 million. Hey, this movie made 2 billion. Let's get that nigga 30 million dollars. That's peanuts if you made billions. But if your film is only making 20 million dollars off of a 10 million dollar budget, man, you'll be lucky as an as the star actor to make a quarter of a million. Let me tell you something real quick and cuz I don't I don't want to ball. Yeah, that's yeah, our favorite word, uh, real quick people always say. I'm going to be real quick with this one. Star Trek is a billion dollar industry. They've made all types of films. They rebooted their films in 2009. Chris Pine, who has a family of actors, he played Captain Kirk, the, you know, he, he, the character. MC Heavy Tits. You know how much money they paid him? 
$200,000. He's playing one of the most famous iconic characters in sci-fi history on a billion dollar platform. Man, these industry, these these production companies don't care about the, these actors. Go ahead. I'm sorry, guys. I, I just want to say Jada Pinkett didn't get no money. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Let me let me get to it. a couple of super chats came in real quick. Um, Treasury. I've been drinking tonight. I'm sorry, Jr. I'm sorry. No, that's all good. My apologies. Uh, Two dollars says you missed my other super chat. It was auto starring, so I don't know how I missed it, but my apologies. Um. Wayne Cowboy five dollars says, "Why you ain't called Sky Black Chaotic Truth? She too dark." Oh, Sky Black. Nah. Should I, can I ask that one? Can I ask that one real quick? Uh, hold on. Okay. <laughs> that says, I'm old and a horrible person. And then uh, Dirt Dude, Dirty Dude, one says, "A movie only made twenty million CT." Uh, go ahead, Chaotic. Get it. Your last uh, question. What was the super chat? Let me see it one more time. Sky uh, Black, why you ain't call Sky Black? Was she too duck? You should have called Sky Black because Sky Black and Jada black Fire, was, if he was gonna do that, and Jada Fire, they both blacklisted themselves when they did Ghetto Gaggers, so they are out of the Hall of Fame, they are off the Mount Rushmore of porn stars. When you do Ghetto Gaggers, that's it for me. Uh, 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 come on, man, that's like a uh, did you disqualify no. them. Oh, yeah, I, I, let's, with, yeah now let's keep it clear. Cherokee did ghetto gaggers that totally did it for me. I'm sorry, yeah. All right, just want to say thank to everybody that came up. Um, I'll acknowledge the people on the panel right now chaotic truth, Trev Smooth, CBN, and La PJR. Thank you guys, um, for an awesome show, and everybody else that uh dropped off. You know, I know we was in after hours, Trigger Mike is going live tomorrow. Right about 130 ish. The topic is is she entitled to have? Is she entitled to have? Y'all make sure y'all uh tap in too. But we out, man. Hit the like button. Also make sure you subscribe to the channel. Shout out to the sponsor, Teach Henley again. Uncomplicated skincare for men. Another great show. If you're just tuning in, you're too late. Catch the replay. All right, gentlemen. Have a good one, guy. All right. Appreciate you.